welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy. It is Choptober. I am joined by, as always, the number two biggest Braves fan. What? I'm number one. Mm. That's what I the- think. The I think the Jay lit the kid. By the way, I think I'm the. <laughs> I think as blood conceived in Gwinnett County. You know, it's Just on the birth certif. Name, name drop the county on me. On the birth certif. There's nothing I can do with that. It says GA. I think I There's get nothing it. Nothing I can and do. And the Atlanta tattoo. I'm I'm taking number Atlanta one. Atlanta tattoo. All right. Uh, welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy. It is Choptober, and I am joined by the number one Braves fan. <laughs> Jay Lit the Kid, baby. <laughs> What's good, everybody? We are back. We are excited. Playoff baseball is here. Our Bravos are in mm. the mix. Um, Just very quickly, we're not supposed to really be here if you're talking about as soon as Acuna got hurt. Your it's- head goes, playoffs. It's very small toilet in your bathroom. You, it was already like, okay, Soroka is not going to be back in time. Correct. For, for postseason. Oh, uh, what's his name? Just fucked his knee up? Acuna. Yeah, we're done. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. We're done. So that was where I think we both felt the season was going. Your very small toilet. But now it is a very big toilet, and we're the ones taking this. The we are we are up two games to one. We we were just watching the last game. We had to wait till it was over to start recording because you know we prioritize the important things. Mm. Okay, in life, fans are back. Baseball is fans back. fans are back. Braves are in the mix. The Braves are a bag of checks mix. My favorite thing in the checks mix by far were like those little like potato chip looking things. Really? You know what I'm talking about? Very low on my board. Wow. Those are there's Checks. no like the other ones aren't even close to me. Because I'm an equal opportunist. I would love a whole bag of just those. No, I'm an equal opportunist, so I like the light colored and the dark colored checks mix. Just uh, one of each in my mouth. We're a podcast of equality. That there you go. Okay? We've said it from day one. Mm. We've said it from episode one. Yeah. And it doesn't matter whether it's racial or it has to do with your checks mix. No. Give me the light, the dark, boom, right in the cho hole. Um, yeah, I like those little things. I would love if they just came out with a bag of just those. I'd fuck those up. And have I ever told you I had of my idea of for the potato chips? Um the the chips, the type of potato chips that I want to like make, make? And, and and produce, and I think they would just be Are you is this first off, is this a high idea? Because I have a list of high ideas. Yeah, this is a high idea. This is one, but this is, I've been, I've been, I've thought about this one for a long time now. Right, you know how you when got? you get specifically like Doritos, because everyone's familiar with the Doritos bags and the chips, you know how like some of them are folded over on them? The chips? The actual the... chip is like folded over. Yeah, the, you know? pr- the premier. Well, you want it a, not it's as folded, to... but the premier dipping chip is the U shaped on one side chip. We can agree on that, right? Yeah, but but I know what you're talking about. You know, f- complete fold over. When like yeah, in in like the uh, oven process, the frying process, it gets folded over accidentally. Mm. Those are my favorite chips in those bags, and I wish there was a whole bag of and like the names are called foldovers. That's the name of the chip, and the whole bag is all of them folded over. I... There's more crunch to them. 
Love this idea. Yeah, I'm in on the ground floor. Yeah, I'm telling you, like I, I never see them. The I buy more, a whole bag of those. The more mangled, the 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 straight on perfect triangle chip to me is the starched square white shirt of America. I like the most mangled chip in the bunch. They always taste better. I feel like they have little bits of other broken chips caught up in their in crevice. there inside of the uh, inside of what are they called in surfing the. Uh, the tube inside the wave, or was is there a name the for tube. that? Is it yeah inside the inside the pipeline? Uh, you know, pipe. Yeah, bro. Like it's, I'm hoping that bro is just bro right screaming. now is screaming at his car. It's called the tube. Uh, <laughs> uh, getting tube, bro. Getting what? Well, getting uh. Getting shacked. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like like surfers can use any word, and you're you like, I, that works. It's yep. like, bro, man, I was in there, and I was just getting booked. You're like, oh, damn. Yeah. Oh. It was like I was I wish I was booking. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, though the foldovers was has always been my idea. That because is I would buy a whole or or you just or just go to Doritos and just be like, you guys need to have Doritos foldovers. I love that. Um, I'd fuck those up sweet chili style. Yeah, that you got to get like the little like the something you could hang the chip on so it just creates the fold over as soon as it's ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then just dries like that. Yeah, that's a fantastic. I have to pull mine out now because I have a very small list. It's, yeah, and it would just be and like it, it you know we'd we'd link up with like Snyder chips or something. This was an idea that I can't take full credit on. This this was a. No, take it. This you know, was a. This is, our, uh, this is our podcast. Take that. Take that credit. All right, so I'm not going to give a shout out to Wifey, Cat, or Cody because they weren't in on this conversation. All right, good. This is just me talking to myself. Good, 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 good. It basically was the infomercial, infomercial starts, and you actually have it perfect. You got a nice big glass of water with a bunch of ice at the top, and it's just like, is this liquid too liquidy? And then it spills all over you. Well, it spills all over you. Oh, okay. And then you're like, you know what can help you here? Some thickwid. And it's a, it's like a thickening agent that basically just slows down the path of water so you can drink it less aggressively and not spill it all over you. Thickwid with two C's? Uh, yes. With two C's? Yes. Thickwid. Yeah, we got to put two C's in there. Actually, this would be like a good like SNL, like fake infomercial. And you call it Thickwid, and it's like strippers are like, they're the ones that are promoting it. That are they're, promoting they're it, like, but they're not talking about how thick they come are. Come down to Wet Willies and get the get the newest Thickwid. I like that idea, too. <laughs> Fuck. There could be two purposes, then. Yeah. Well, you know they have the thick water. Have you seen well, that before? I th and we were talking about this idea with someone, and they were like, well, actually, for old people, when they're like having trouble actually drinking water, they can thicken it up with like this thickening agent. And it does Yeah. This, and it actually does... The thing that I want to invent, but it's my idea, and I'm allowed to do what I want. The, with it. I've seen the, th the I almost called a thickwood. No, you <laughs> I can. mean it's already the branding on it is already. By there. the way, three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. We want to hear your ideas. Yeah, if you guys and got some ideas now, obviously, like we've got some money in the bank. We'll we'll do a little shark fucking week on this. We'll look, do a little shark week one day. We got with Tim from his hers and herms. We settled out of court. No thanks to Mike. Who thought? Who took that Bitcoin payment and just thought yeah. it was the good stuff? Yeah, um, we got a little bit of of walking around money. Yes, so we're looking. I'm in on the foldovers. Foldovers. I feel like you did tell like tell, you I've, told me that like in college. I've yeah, I've screamed. Like, yeah, I've had this idea ago. for that a long, long time. 
I'm in on that idea. Foldovers. I want to be the number two. I want to be the henchman of the company. Yeah. Whatever you need me for. No. I know where all the bodies are buried. Right. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But also, I have a dossier on you that if you ever so try I to... I have to keep you around. Well, so just in case you ever double-cross me and I've already been murdered, there's a note left discreetly somewhere that then they go into, like, the secret safe in my house, in my penthouse, of course. Yes. And then you are now exposed. What is the difference between a dossier... And just like I was gonna say, a file. things to do list or whatever, <laughs> like or like a yeah a file. What's the difference between a file and a dossier? A dossier, the dossier, a dossier has to be like you're a government agency, it and it has to have incriminating evidence. Where like a file could just be like, yo, this motherfucker got hit by a car. Yeah. That's it. That's the file. Dossiers are business. Yeah, a dossier has some redacted information that can't be shown to, like, the gen pop. Yeah, if you guys want to flex up in your work emails, don't say, hey, I attached a file. You say, I attach a dossier for you, boss. Actually, I like that, and I might start Start doing doing that. that. And then they're like, what's this dossier thing you keep doing, Jordan? I kind of like you. Then it starts to come a thing around the... (laughs) I, you know what? You though? do this dossier thing. When I kind of like it. I send inspection <laughs> reports, and I feel like if I was that sending is... instead of an inspection report, if I was sending you a dossier, yeah, that you're like, seems yo, important. This are, it feels like you're being handed something with the white gloves on. Yeah, yeah right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or this in isn't like a an contract. alligator briefcase, you know, between two trains. Yeah, and it's handcuffed to like me, and I have to, and then handcuff it to you. But I don't give you the key to get it off you. And then the train stops. No! Boom. Yeah. I mean, are you guys writing this stuff down? All right. So you have any more? Is that, was that uh, the other ones I'm looking at? And they're so dumb. Let me see. Like, you, can I get them though? Come on. Can, all let, right. let me, these are, <laughs> these were, this was, all right. Let me give you, these I have to give were you high ideas. Now they're honorable mentions. No, this one actually. I'll, okay. They're just mentions. This one I'll, I'll, I'll take to the bank. Let me just, all right. So. This is really a frisbee golf um, issue that we, yeah, that we've when we've been out there tossing the discs, and your hand is just a little, you know, wet, and you little the clammy frisbee slips, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea that we have, Bring it's called chalk pocket, and basically it's a bag of chalk that comes, and you can insert it into your pocket. Go in, just get in there, cram it in there. You're dry. Boom, toss the chalk it. Ch- the you like chalk it more than the chalk pocket? Well, you know you can just get like a rosin bag, right? Yeah. But that's... you. you but you, that's like going to be <clears throat> shedding all over you. This is like a pocket that goes inside your pocket. What if you have... What if What if we take this a step further and we create froth uh, athletic wear? And we have specially designed shorts that like right where like, you know, like how cargo pants are, like See, the pockets that are at the bottom, aren't you, around you have a built-in rosin bag in there. So like right before you just, you just tap the side real quick. And then it's got a little zipper so that you and can you, put a new it, one you can in. You put a zipper you can, it's, it's, yeah. And you just call us, we'll send you three refillables, 10 mm-hmm. bucks. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good idea. Don't steal that. World. <laughs> it comes with like you know like I don't know maybe some type of belt that you can hang the frisbees on like on the side. No, everyone's got their bags. Oh yeah, like, that's right. I was totally, I totally, thing. we totally got cucked this weekend because we were out there. Me and Cody, Cody's got the. I mean, the, how many different? How many different? Honestly, how many different ones do you use? Uh, discs. discs? Um, honestly, probably like four in you, a, in a given round. Usually two. 
usually two, but like but maybe on like what would you say like on a, two on holes? One you'll hole, use like maybe three, maybe three on one hole, but definitely usually one off the tee, and then probably for my third and putt is going to be the putter slash approach. Those bags are a, they're a little aggressive, in my opinion. Well, I think we really just need like the pull behind uh, for thing for beers, yeah, and music, yeah. The two most important things. But you know what I'm talking about. The guys that you see oh, no, on the course have, where they're walking by you and they're just like... They have 40 fucking discs. They're, they're like coming out of the pockets. Like the pocket... They can't even close the pockets and no, shit. No, they have these special backpacks and they just like sit in there just yeah. like this. So when they open them, you can see their whole spread. And there's literally like 30 plus. I have no idea why they bring that many because they're never going to use that many. No. I'm looking at you and I'm like, you're never going to use all those. Yeah. Why do you have so many extra? I lost a disc on Saturday. Salty. All right. So, well, you know, Hanukkah's coming. That's true. Thank you. I got one more here. This is so bad. Frolfing athletic wear. This one's so bad because I wrote it down <laughs> and I don't even know what the fucking idea was. Wow. Okay. Let's see if we can, like, let's see if we can. Uh, <laughs> you ready for this? Yeah. All right. Hold on. Let me put on not my only, Not only am I going to. I'm, I'm just going to. I'm going to sit it in your lap, but then you have to come up with an invention for this. Okay. All right, ready? Sausage cup. Sausage cup. Yeah. Sausage cup, sausage cup, sausage cup. I mean, I think we all, the first place we go to is a cup made out of sausage, but... I don't, Maybe I, it's just got eggs in it and cheese, and you just eat the whole thing? Yeah, like... Hmm. Yeah, like, what is it? Like, you know, like those uh, just add an egg things? That you see at the, like the, the okay. grocery store where you just add an egg. Yeah. Maybe it's like, you know, a, like a half done cooked sauce, Jimmy Dean sausage cup. Just crack an egg in it. And now <sighs> you've got. I feel like I literally had like a bunch sausage of sausage cup. cut up in a red solo cup. And I was like, sausage cup. That That is such a Frank Reynolds idea. Like, like, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank like, you. I feel like that's like an episode of Always Sunny and Fred that Frank's. Like, that's what he's, that's his invention. Sausage cup. Sausage cup. What if we sold... Dick towel. What if we sold a gimmick, a gimmick, um, like, sexy underwear of a cup made out of edible sausage for the woman? That's probably where, yes. I'm thinking that's where you were at. So, you know... Dangerous, though. Yeah, so you're playing, like, you're role-playing that you're wearing... Nothing of a catcher's outfit except the mask, your your mitt, right? Not a glove, a right? Mitt. Yep. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yep. It's credit Good to job. Me. Good job. And your sausage cup over your dick, and that's just a little tasty treat before you get to the good stuff. Yeah, her. and like you could go you, mild you, or you, or spicy. You could be yeah. You could you could go anywhere with it. It's like you don't have to even stop at sausage. Just like you know, all right, what do you want? You we can make this into a lollipop. You guys want to lick your way to the fucking shaft? You want to like. <laughs> How many? You know, how many does it take? We'll never know. Remember that? Remember that commercial? Oh yeah. We the, may never. Was he like, we may never know? I can't remember. Is with, that what he with, said after? Yeah, I think with a little owl. The owl. I think. Yeah, like that's what I think he says at the end. Is like, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a of a was a blow pop? Yeah. And, uh, you know, the owl like take takes like three lips and then just like plunks the whole thing in, in his mouth. But oh. then at the end. They go, we may never know. Uh, I think I, that was I think always I their thing. So, yeah, sausage cup. Uh, if you guys have any good ideas, though, sausage cup, I like that. 
I, I'm going to go I'm also with, more proud of the fact that it's a Frank Reynolds idea to you. Yes. That actually stands out to me as the best part about that, and that makes me very happy. Yeah, that one that one has a little traction to it, honestly. You could really like get, get into the edible game. I don't know. I literally thought the way we workshopped all of those were like legit. Yeah, there was there was a couple there that felt like it could ease those. Thickwood, I think, has already been invented. Thickwood's been invented, I think. I have never seen the foldovers. Um, I, I mean, Froth Athletic, where I feel like we could get a couple thousand people that buy that shit. Well, if you didn't know, I think you might have seen some content. And maybe next time I go out there, I'll have to put it on the Shut the Funk Up podcast uh, IG feed. But we are the Lottie Disc Boys. That yeah, is, I've heard you say that a couple times. So that was actually my first thought was make some some gear there. But it can be the whatever disc boys. We LDB can, athletic wear. Love that. Guess where you're on <laughs> the ground floor. <laughs> henchman. Yes. Yes. If you're my henchman. <laughs> yeah. I, I, for your company, I'm your henchman. Start the dossier. <laughs> So, how was your weekend, Jordan? Uh, uh, good. Hung Anything out, noteworthy? Hung out with Blackjack Benny on Friday a little bit. Okay. Not at the table. Not at the table. Okay. Bending an elbow. Mm-hmm. The fat cats, that was nice. Um, Saturday, the girls had to do some wedding stuff, so me and uh, fellow Lottie Disc Boy and fellow Hog Cody got out there. That was great. Yes, yes, yes. Um, built a little uh, vegetable garden raised bed in the backyard. Uh-oh. Things uh, are happening. Yeah, Vince, Vince, uh, Mikey's dad, Vince, gave me some vegetable seedlings, so I put those in, and I'll probably get some more veggies going this weekend. So that was good. Good. And then football uh, on a Sunday, Nathan came I down. You, I it was you, great. Yeah, I saw you. Uh, Nate. Nate made an appearance. Yeah. How's he yeah, doing? He, you know, he'll, he'll come out of the... You know, just the the mist. How's he doing? He's still looking just clean Always and edged up. So crispy. How 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 clean were his shoes? Um, I was more looking at his fucking haircut, but yeah, definitely like he, eight that, out of ten. That, Always that dude stays edged. I think he just hires a barber like every night to come over to his house like two a.m. while he's sleeping and edge just like. I used to be up. the barber. He used to actually. He used to really cut my hair for like. Probably four years. You guys always had like a mini salon running over there. Like I've got, I got my cut so many times from Sway. Well, that was what I was about to say. Is then, Nathan? T- Nathan was there as the as the half Boricua. He was cutting. My yeah, hair. he was the. Then half we got ski. the full Boricua. Then we got the guy like, that actually like was doing it in the neighborhood and yeah. like was good at it. Yeah, and he was as my employee. I would get like two fresh ups a week. Like that was when my oh, beard was Oh, I can at remember all the time. Like, all right, like you know, like coming over to meet up before we go out, and like that's actually a very funny. He, he memory. would just be like, he would just whip it out. I was like, oh, you guys want to clean? Like, you know, someone he would do himself. And was like, oh yeah, yeah, sit down. Like, I'll clean you up. Alex, I'm clean you up real quick. And like, yeah. it would be my would be neck like nothing. Would never looked. My neck has never looked as good as it did for no. that period of time. No, but I do also remember too. It wasn't quick with Sway. Sway's no. took forever. Like his always took so long that you could feel the hot, like kind of like almost burning steel from the blade. Yeah, on your neck or like behind your ear, you'd be like, "Damn, that thing's steamy." But it was always just nice. But it was having, yeah. But as someone who like both of us like definitely didn't care what our hair looked like before that. 
Yeah. We had just kind of got to that point where it's like, all right, you're going to basically maintain my beard for me twice a week? Yeah. I, yes. With a little straight razor picking at everything for me? Yeah. And you're my employee, so you kind of have to? Yeah, 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 yeah. I squeezed in on there, too. You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone everyone got a piece. Yeah. That's so shout funny. out to Sway. Yeah, shout out to Sway. <laughs> shout out. Uh, all right. Good to see an old Navy yeah, boy. What did uh, you do this weekend? Anything? What did I uh, do? You mowed the, mowed the yard. Uh, mode, how's it look? It looks great. Looks I good. pulled up. I pulled up. It was my first thought. It's a good. It's good. It's a good head. Of, it's a good head of hair on the out there. It is. You know what I mean. I'm jealous. I have um, serious yard envy. Yeah, I, I cut the grass, cleaned it up. It was in desperate need of uh, of a little shape up there, and puts uh getting a little festive around here. Saw that as well. A couple pumpkins out. Looks good. A couple little witches here and there. Mm, it's that spooky season, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting ready. I um I have I I've ordered the I, the I've ordered the all the different accessories that I need for my costume. Am I going to know it without you saying anything as soon as you come upon my gaze? Oh yeah. Okay. It's the throwback. Mm. The throwback. Okay, love it, love it, love it. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know what came over me, but it came to me. I was like, I'm gonna do. I'm Is gonna, it related I'm to music? No, it's related to movies. Heard, love it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, had a, had a big movie week. We'll go over that. We'll we'll talk about some movies. So yeah, I was watching I'll some see movies. That on the list. Um, went and checked out uh the suit place for uh, for Benny's wedding. Blackjack Benny. Blackjack Benny's getting married in February, so we got the suit place locked down. You'll be joining us this week to go do the uh, the yeah. measurements. It's gonna Yikes. be a whole. It's gonna be a whole thing. It's fun though. Mm-hmm. Man shit. Man shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then Sunday we ha- it was like my mom's birthday and Ben's wife's birthday, so like we always combine those and nice one over there. And Speaking did- of that fucking Packers game, did you have a heart attack? Because I did. I had the Everyone minus was... had the minus two and a half. Bought the points. <laughs> Thank you. That was smart. <laughs> um, yeah, that was wild. I was like super late getting Me to. Me and Nate were just yelling at the TV. I was super late to getting to to, to Sunday dinner, and everyone was so mad. I was like, I don't even want to hear it. Like, there was if no way I was leaving. With the L there, oh my. There's no way I was leaving. Oh my god. I was. I would have been back on the. I was ready to fire Mason Crosby. I was like, okay, you can go now. I don't care what you've done for the uh, our franchise. If you, if you, <laughs> if he had missed that kick and, and the other team won, I think you have to fire him. If he makes it and your team wins, all is forgiven. It's a bad week. Completely different storyline. Turn the page. Oh yeah, right? everybody was texting me. They're like, "What do you think? What do you think about this?" I'm like, "He's fired." And then like as soon as he made it, I I, I texted all of them back. He's hired. <laughs> he <was> fired as <laughs> my as my <laughs> as my friend and hired as my unfriend. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was it was somewhat of a low key weekend. Nothing, nothing too crazy actually. Yeah, I'm in. I'm uh, I'm embracing the lack of weekend plans right now. It's mm-hmm. a good thing because going into you know that might be the thing that we need to do for October. October is no plan tober next next year. So yeah, I like you just, that. You know what I mean? No you need to have tober. A, no plan tober because I feel like I, for one, definitely do. But like starting November first, I'm just chock full of weekend shit. Yes, and through the money's holidays, just flying out of your pockets, and you have no idea. You like you turn around like what the what just well because happened? it's October. They're bats. 
Yeah. But they're bat dollars. Yeah. 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 They're bat bucks. Yeah. They're bat bucks. Yeah. 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 Bonneted I'm with you. I'm totally with you. That's you're so right on that. You're so so right after that. your birthday, we, we will shut all it take, the fuck down. Dude. We are taking a like a moratorium <laughs> or whatever the fuck it's called yeah. for like a 31 day window until Halloween, mm-hmm. and then it starts. Yep, we got a big, we got a big, we got a costume party. Yeah, COVID's gotta, over, man. Uh, it's not. COVID's, <laughs> COVID's, it it's back. Shit. No, it's back. It's still here. Um, All right. Are you ready to get in this Jan's closet? We've been yakking and yakking. Yeah, the yeah. The idea yep. is though, as soon as you, I had to, <laughs> I had a list. I had a list. I was saving I like it. That you had it right But you had right it. There. The foldovers. I need those chips, man. You're if gonna be folding would, over cash if we. Dog, uh, I need those chips. I, I, I would crush. They'd be so good. They're my favorite. Then what we do is. Then we start partnering with other brands that have already come out with a very successful chip, i.e. Cooler Ranch Doritos, and it's the fold-over mashup. Yeah. And then we just fucking go half on a bag with yeah. them. And it's the fucking the fold-overs slash Cooler Ranch duo. I'm telling oh. you, yeah, the Tostitos fold-overs. Mm. You know? Yeah. They're all, it's there. It's there, guys. I, I I brought you this far. If there's any venture capitalists out there that are just like, just like us, you can have it. Just throw me a fucking bone. No, 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 no. We want to. We're in. We're on the board. I'm the henchman. Okay, yeah, that's right. We have a lot of things on you. Yeah, I'm starting a <laughs> dossier on you. Also, we just started it actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's open up the janitor's closet. This is assistant principal. Forgot. <laughs> Don't worry about my name, Frank. You need to you need to be worried about what you're doing. And here's what the deal is. Look, I had nachos last night, and I I left something in the toilet that no human should ever produce. It it's that say it's a mud pie. I need you to just get in there with the boots, kick it through, get it out of these out of these pipes and just don't say anything to anyone i know this is over the the loudspeaker everyone can hear me thank you frank yo as as that announcement went on you dove you you dug further and further like a fucking mutt in the back looking for its bone into like this New York Jersey accent. Did you realize you were doing that? Like by the end of it you were like, "Sorry it doesn't fold over." Like like you were <laughs> like I was just like, "What just happened?" Yes, I did. <laughs> um all right. Wow, Frank. So um uh, how 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 Waylon? How how were you? Woo. Tell me, tell me you loved Waylon. I tell me you had some fun with Waylon. Here is my assessment. I it's I listened to it. I liked it. I liked I think the Highwaymen stuff a little bit more. Really? Than just like his alone stuff. I understand. That's, that's surprising to me. I get into the whole uh, sound, but it just doesn't. I love it. It doesn't. I don't. I don't. I don't listen to it and and think to myself, when am I going to listen to this? Does that? It's at, well, no. It's absolutely like you're a in mood a, thing. Well, like I was yeah. actually talking about this with yeah, my dad. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a dark. It's no, like I was a dark place. To... You're at a bar. It's a dimly lit bar, and it's when you know, like in the movies, when but they go in and they ask for three do... shots. 
And then you're not ordering any drinks. They do three shots, and then you're like, line them up again. But you couldn't even. But you. But because honestly, that's it's funny that you say that because I literally was talking about this with my dad over the weekend because I was playing, you know, Waylon and this yeah. bunch of country stuff. Ever since like, I, I got back from Yellowstone, and my dad said the same thing. He goes, he goes, he goes. I love this music. This is all really good. He goes, but like. I, it has to be in a certain place or a certain time, like for me to listen to it. That's that's what like, I think. Like it you know, is. you said like a dimly lit bar down here in South Florida. No, not gonna cut it. Dimly lit bar like in the country in Georgia or like Nashville or like Texas. I'm or, drinking like, sarsaparilla. Or Colorado, like now we're like yo, turn that up. Yeah, well, not. I mean, regionally, yes. I think obviously that's not gonna like that might play out in like Southwest ranches or something. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. out in like Davie for sure, but. That's, I think, a better explanation of my thought process. I, I like this comes on on my regular mix that I'm playing, like at work. Like that's not what I want to hear right now. Right. You know what I mean? So yes, I think it's perfect mood music, which usually mu- music is a very moody thing for me personally. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those where it's got to be like the perfect circumstances, and then well, I think I would love it. Like I said, I get, like- alone car ride through the the plains well that's why that's what i was about to say was that's why as i said yellowstone i started got into i went out there and was listening to all of this type of country mute like this old like country music because i'm driving through yellowstone for hours like in the mountains like yes. so it's like it's perfect so paired. that's what exactly i think i'd want to listen to right so it's just for me it's gotta fit you know it's like what we talked about i think a while back where you have like a CD of all one type of music and then you just have that one weird song on there. Like that one weird song's great. That's how it made it on the on the CD. Yes. But it's just not meant to be on this CD. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? That's yes. that's my Waylon Jennings kind of uh I you know, I heard like the pain and like the hard life and all the shit that you had talked about mm-hmm. like in the music. It was great. The stuff with him and Willie too, I really like that. That's surprise. Oh, oh yeah, William Whalen. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. too. The William Whalen stuff was tight. See, I like that too, but it just—it's. You're not gonna sit. Th- yeah. You know, it just. I get it. I'm, I get it. I'm not it. herding cattle all day, and then having a couple Budweisers at my local watering hole. Yes. There's a snake in my boot. Yeah, like I, I'm picturing somebody poisoned the water hole. Like just you know, I'm trying to get into a fight with you stories. at this bar, but first we're both gonna gentlemanly take our bolos off. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, okay, okay. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I um, I just want to do a quick R. Kelly update. Okay. Um, Thought you we know, put this shithole away. He's away, but now he's ready to spill the beans. Ooh, well. Now, see, he's, is, now he's all mad. The, the foot is right above the he cockroach. Said, he said, he he said I wasn't the only one. Ooh. So he's he's uh, he's he's come. He, I think he's gonna do like a little book. He's probably gonna try to make some money off of it, but I don't know how because he's in fucking prison forever. But well, certain uh, states have allow you to make income. Well, some do. Or you some give don't. it to somebody. Yeah, like you like sell the rights or right. be able to monetize the fact that you're a criminal. Yeah, that's usually. Like there are certain states, I'd be interested to see if. So I think he's, I think he's trying to do like he's, he's obviously going to do some type of book deal. I'm here for him to name names though. But he's ready to. He said he's, he says he knows uh, tons of other um, musicians and rappers that all fucking are fucking around with underage people, and he said he's ready to literally quote unquote spill the beans. So we found our we found our hip hop and R and B's Jose Canseco. Oh, thank you. 
Perfect. Well, that one was called Juiced. Would this one be called Juice Two? <laughs> what, what, I mean, what would this one be called? What would what would what would his what would that book be called? Soaked. Soaked. That's the name of that book. Juice soaked. Juiced was like the one about steroids. This one is called Soaked mm. by R. Kelly. There you go. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Just the Slimy name of that. Motherfucker. Yeah. So he's ready to spill the beans. So uh, like we'll keep a lookout for you guys. Uh, we'll let you know when that book drops when that, when that all that stuff comes out because you know uh, we got. I mean, who do you have any like just allegedly likely candidates that might be like on like up up that list there? Hmm. I had one when I first like when I when I first read it. And um, it was mystical. Well, no, he's got multiple rape charges. Like that doesn't. That's out in the open. <laughs> no, but underage. No, he, uh, oh, R. Kelly was yeah. talking about. He's like, yo, I, he's like, he said, I'm gonna spill, be, spill the beans on people. He's like a multiple convicted rapist. So 14. like, yeah, but that's not like that's the least surprising news of 2021. But they were underage. Okay, like that. I'm just literally gonna do like the shrug meme and not even think. I thought he. I thought he. He was definitely all right. So you're thinking of something a little bit more high profile. Yeah. I'm oh. thinking like like mystical is like like Jermaine the lowest. Dupree? That's is that like, a little bit higher for he's you. The lowest like the lowest hanging mango. Like there you is. scoffed at that. Yeah, I didn't You're even like. Think yeah, twice. duh. He literally went away in the height of his fame for. He came back. Yeah. with the vengeance and it had more hits. Yeah, yet he was he was even better when he came back. He's good. I love him. Yeah, but. Um, I also find him disgusting. Who, yeah, like, what about um, Jermaine Dupree? J- JD like, is not a terrible option. He had Criss Cross. I don't know. Um, but I'm thinking more like... It's got to be like old... It's gotta, I feel like it's got to be old I don't want to make school. like the claim that you're like raping young women. What like, I'm I would be shocked if somebody the... from Jagged Edge, you yeah. know? Like, <laughs> I, was, I would I be shocking. Would, you're like trying to do like throwback <laughs> Atlanta artists right now. I'm sticking to only Atlanta. Just don't even go like underage girls. I feel like girls. that's dessert. Just go like, who's got the most skeletons in their closet? To be a little bit more broader. Mm. Like, um, I'll give you one for example. Um, run, or who who did Run's house? Yeah, Run, Run DMC. Wow, you whoa! First off, you're tangentially your your partner was Rev murdered. Run? Your, re, your Rev partner, Run? your partner was murdered for I think a drug deal gone bad or some shit. Jam right? Master yeah, J. right. So who knows if you even know what is swirling around that? Wild speculation. Rev? Now, the Rev? I think he also had some misconduct, sexual misconduct claims against him also. There that is, he's dealing that with. That would be shocking. That's my first wildly speculative, probably illegal name. Uh, everything that we're talking about is alleged. Like right now, we're just talking. We don't know any of it. It's just our fantasy list. No one freak out and go hit up, uh, you know, Jagged Edge. No, we cleared them. Yeah. <laughs> I cleared them. As Atlanta's number one uh, fan, I am clearing What about Jagged like Edge. Lloyd? Now you're thinking, at least. You know? Lloyd, not a big like, enough. Like Young Buck, you know? Someone well, in someone in G Unit. There's right? some stuff someone going on in... with Young Buck. We don't know. Yeah, there actually There already is. There where there's smoke, there's probably fire. I'm thinking like high profile. What did, what did, what did, what did I say? Didn't I didn't I um didn't I report on that one? He was 
What was it? Yeah, he his was... girlfriend. It's like a bunch of transphobia and stuff right. going on with 50 Cent because he's apparently dating a, a guy who... Used well, to be a you used to be a guy. Used to be a guy or identifies as a woman or whatever. I don't know. Let's Crazy not even touch that world we live in. You know what? We are we're getting we're sinking a little bit into the mud, and I I need you to throw me that rope. All right, rope me out. Okay, uh, I'm gonna rope you out. Actually, Alex, what did you learn this week? So, Jordan, this week I learned that. A group of bears is called a sleuth of bears or a sloth of bears. A sleuth of bears. Or a sloth of bears. Either one. Who determines these names for bunches of animals? Who did that? I, it's, who come, who, how do you get A plus B equals C there? I don't... A sleuth of bears? I don't know. It has to be some type of like... English major that also minored in like arborist and an arbor I don't know like an, a Nash uh, like a an animal person <laughs> like what <laughs> like they minored in biology I don't know like Darwin maybe yeah like like Darwin would be a good one that's like all right you know that fucking flock of seagulls that's a flock yeah. <laughs> I don't know. A sleuth of bears, though. A sleuth of bears. That I don't it... know if I like sleuth or sloth better. I'm a sleuth. I kind of like sloth. A sloth of bear, Dude, oh, bro, there's a sloth of bears over there. Sleuth of bears. A sloth of bears. The sloth of bears. Sloth actually ma- the sounds sloth... bigger. Yeah, the sloth sounds more scarier sleuth to me. Sleuth seems like, oh, okay, there's the sleuth of bears just across the river. We're okay. The, they seem pensive and like they're yeah. unable to make their decisions. Yeah, the sloth of bears is like, oh my god, the sloth of bears over there, they're all like salivating from their mouths. Like a sloth of bears? But then you underestimate bit. them and then they come maul you. Mm. So that's what I learned this week. Wow. Uh, okay. So if you ever. Great. Again, just another little, maybe a little trivia nugget for you, Dreffin. If someone asks um, Trivia Night tomorrow, um, what is a group of bears called? You guys now know it. A sloth or a sleuth. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. And Jordan, might I ask you, what did you learn this week? I got a good one. Um, You usually do. We are both, um, I, I have a feeling you saw this. Okay. So I don't like that I'm not going to be able to get you by surprise here. Okay. But, you know, um, I I'll thought this, this was monumental, especially if you're into true crime. And does that ring any bells yet? True crime, unsolved, famous unsolved case. Um, we apparently have found the Zodiac. out the Zodiac yeah. killer's name. Mm-hmm. Now... I have read, I didn't click on it, so I, I don't know anything. I saw the headline, I didn't click on it, I've so you're good to go. I've read multiple articles here trying to determine how... They had a lot of different people they thought it was. Correct, but basically there's this forensic evidence team that they believe, having combed through all the annals of history and all that shit, that they figured out it's him. And it's this guy named Gary Francis Post, and he's dead. Duh. By the way, 2018. Damn. But they basically tied him somehow to the murders because of another unsolved murder that didn't have anything to do with the Zodiac killings. Uh huh. And I think genetically they were able to prove that this was the same guy or that it was a high probability. 
So obviously the, he's dead. So I don't know if you're ever going to be able to get like the full confirmation because also it was like made up. I think it said that the people who came to this conclusion was like old detectives, private eyes, like this big group, like panel that like combed through everything. Why do they so, want to know so bad? I mean, cause you got to bro. Do you? I mean, dude, they just found uh Joseph D'Angelo, the original night stalker, the golden state killer. Dude, he killed like that guy was alive though, and raped like seventy fucking people. That guy was alive though. Yeah, that guy fucked himself, dude. That's why that like, that is literally one of the main reasons why I've never done like the twenty three and Me was well, no, it wasn't when, him. It wasn't him. It was like one of his like yeah far off family members. So it doesn't need to be you. If like. You know, one of your aunts does it. If one of the Mitskis do it have. up there betraying us they probably have. once again, then... You guys betraying me up there? Yeah. God so, probably. If one of them did it, right. then you're already in the database. All they have to do is follow you like, around. I don't like being in any type of database. So, you're any shotgunning keep a beer? Keep me out of any database. You shotgun a beer, you throw it on the ground thinking no one's even around. They come pick it up. They pick it up with the straw and, they, and like, you know, they, they put Dip it, it in, into the bag. They put it in the bag. You're not allowed to touch and it. And then they close it, and then the other guy goes, gotcha. Yeah, that's the movie. Yeah, that's that's end how it goes scene. in the end scene. Yeah, so um, there's so a bunch Gary of stuff Poe, in here. fuck you. Yeah, so, but yeah, so it, but that's, um, po- I mean, that's, that's, a, that's like a, a 50, fuck you, Gary. 60-year-old case. So that's that's pretty big that they were somehow able to figure it out. Where's Where's Brian Laundry? Good question. Where do you think he is? Mexico. Are you and you cannot convince me otherwise. I totally agree. Look, if you, you can't wanted even, to disappear, you cannot even convince me otherwise that he's not in Mexico or Canada. Where could you go that you could really like get lost, but like still, you know, not Everybody be so goes, far away. Or you, you or can, you go down to like you know Nicaragua. You go down to like South America. You can't convince me otherwise. I am convinced he is not in that fucking reserve. I, that, me that, too. That they're sick, that, that bought that dogs out there, like, you know, on the hunt. I, mm. there's, you're never going to convince me now. I mean, if you were smart, though, and you're an avid hiker, and yeah, like, the quickest thing you could do would be to either get out of the country or go somewhere that you would never be recognized or go get, like, surgery right away. I don't fucking know, but, like, Mexico is the, the first place. The parents are helping them. Yeah. And they definitely, like, fucking sh- well, they definitely them out helped the back him. door. Yeah. They definitely helped him. Um, I don't know if they're still helping him because of the scrutiny of, like, I'm sure... Everything they're doing is being yeah, watched. Right but now. that doesn't mean, you know, you can sit in your lawyer's office and your lawyer, you know, is Do the we one. think that he's going to get, like, is this guy going to fucking DB Cooper us? And we no, never fucking I know. Don't? I think he'll get caught. I think, I think, the, I mean, I, I think, think the modern technology, he will. But I'm yeah. just saying, like, could that, is this, are we in the midst of, like, a new unsolved case? They're always so much fun. I the 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 Brian Lawn every single thing that comes across my ticker that's like You're something that like I'm loving it like a I was, shoe was found I was reading like the most ridiculous the now. most ridiculous article the other day that this like you know Reddit user like is like you know being like detective on it and he thinks that he's hiding in the flower under the flower bed of like in the parents backyard and I was just like oh my god honey go grab I need more milk I I I, I this cereal tastes amazing. Yeah, you know, not like, happening. Yeah, so I love everything about it. I, I I don't I don't think he's here. Like around, I don't like think he's in the United you, States. You don't think? Okay, where would you go? Where would I go? If you had, I know to, exactly where I would go. Where would you go? 
I would go to Washington State. Why? Because it's like you're still in the United States. One, I I wouldn't there's I wouldn't want to leave the country because the border things would scare the shit out of me. Like trying to cross that border, I would I would feel like I wouldn't be able to make it. And two, once you leave the United States, that you can't come back and like that, and you can't see your family and shit. And like that to me, and like would always get that that would like there would be there would come a point in time in my life where I'd be like, I'm fucking gonna fly to Florida and just risk it because I need to see my family. I would be like the, I would be the cop that just happened who who was on the case right. while it was still hot. It's cold for a decade, and it was handed to you. And no, 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 no. Oh. I was on it originally, <laughs> and I never got over it. And I'm retiring in three months. And every so now and again, I just pull by your parents' house, and I just pull down the back alley, and I just wait in that back alley to see if you'll you see balloons over the top of the fence. One day you'll just show up. It's welcome and it's today. back. No, it doesn't. No, your your dad would not do that. He's way too cool to know to be cool. Go over there right now. There's a ton of balloons over at the house right now. Are there? Uh, oh yeah. yeah. But I would go to. So I would stay in the United States because then at least then. Um, so I feel like you're doing kind of like a Rambo one situation. Yeah. yeah. So I just I would like go up to Washington State. It's super remote up there. Up there still and. Uh, you know, I can still like, you know, you know, like tell my parents, Hey, yo, I'm up here. Like fucking, you know, we'll, we'll meet every so often. Like, you know, whatever. Meet me at this gas station on the third, on the third you know, week of January. You start taking trips to like Denver every year because of like whatever. And then like, uh, you know, go to the fucking, the Rockies game. And then like, I always meet you in the second inning there. And we like, you know, we hug it Whoa. out. <laughs> like, and we get to hang out like uh, publicly, like a lot of people there. And, and the, now and the me FBI, as the cop, I'm 30 rows and behind <laughs> and you have a baseball cap on and I can't see if it's you or not, but then I'm confused. And then I, I decided is you and I run down there. You, you, you've you, already you're looking through the binoculars and like a foul ball, he gets hit to me, but it knocks my glasses off. You have a you have a hot dog in the other hand. It and squeezes you, and you, and, out of the bun, and, 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 and you and you put the binoculars down, and you go and you have a mouthful of dog, <laughs> with which is you know ketchup like running down your chin. You go wait. By you're not even God. gonna give me the fucking honor of having some mustard on that. You can have a must mustard and relish, but the ketchup. But I on feel the like kid. that you kept you ketchuped on my dog right away means that you think I'm just I'm a piece of shit. No, okay, I know. I, all right, all right. So I'm having a proper hot dog. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, continue. Yeah, and so then you, and then you just and then you just and then you just you lift the binoculars down and just with a mouthful of dog. Well, by God. But then a home run is hit as you're trying to get as I'm trying to get to and you. Then, and then a home run is hit. Everyone and then goes a walk wild, off home run. You... A walk off home run gets hit. and Everybody's celebrating, and I'm getting lost in the crowd on yes. on the on the on the little. Sp- Viral things on, on the you yes. Know. I'm trailing you. You're looking behind you furtively. I see you, but then so you I don't see that you see me. Yeah, and Damn. I get away. You slipped through my fingers again, Benson. <laughs> but yeah, that's so like the FBI thinks like oh they always take this Denver trip every year, so like that's nothing out of the ordinary there, mm. you know or you know. But I'm always there, and we always meet at like for a game. I haven't thought this through. If I was and I'm, staying and in I'm America, just, and I'm up in like rural ass fucking, you know, in the mountains of the sticks up in rural in Washington State, and then like, and then I, I tell you, I tell you, I thought about all of this because I'm gonna murder someone soon, and then I, I, then I always at least in the back pocket, I got Canada right there. Mm. Because I'm gonna be like up, like I'm, I'm gonna just be like in the have top a snowmobile trail that's yeah. like down a discreet I'm gonna be path. In, yeah, I'm gonna be in like the northwest corner of like the state, and then like yeah, so if, like if things start to get hot, 
I know like the quickest way over the border. Mm. That's like my that'll be like a lot my last like hurrah, and then you catch me at the border. Do I? Yeah. But then yeah. I let you go oh. because it. I also have evidence in my other back pocket that it was never you the whole time. Man, dude, this is a good movie, dude. I think that we need to just always continue. What's it called? What's the what's the name of that movie? Rockies. Um. What's the name of that movie? Uh. Oof. Something with baseball in it. Right? <laughs> Out of the park. <laughs> That's that listen guys, we're on this is what we call a heater, all right? Then mm. this is and we this is it just comes to us. We don't I also just want to continue to intertwine detective and possible police movie scenes into just everything that we do from now on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> god damn it, Benson. I think I like it. <laughs> uh, where would you go? Do you have, have you ever well, thought? Well, fuck about- no. That <laughs> was so good. I'm sorry. That, yeah, I thought about, about the it whole time a lot. Is like, I don't have because my the first thought is get the fuck out of America. That's everyone's first thought. But I like what you're saying because that's definitely all true. And I think that as a inconspicuous American in America, you could get away with a lot more mm-hmm. rather than a weird American in Indonesia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's how maybe maybe the FBI uh, that's listening right now is laughing, thinking, "No, statistically, you're much better in Indonesia than you are here." But if they can get, um, uh, you know, Jason Bourne, they're gonna get me. Right. So. I don't know, because now that you say Washington State, I'm definitely thinking like a hilly, mountainy area where like people mind their own business and I can fucking just do what I want. Mm-hmm. But uh, I kind of want to come with you now. You want to come with me? Yeah. All right. All right. So we'll set up a discreet cabin. Mm-hmm. And that if something happens, I'll know you're there. You'll know I'm there. And yeah. vice versa. And we just like, like, you know, you work at the hardware store. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, or and, like and, no, and, no, no, like I'm. And just, I work for like the lumber supply company that like let. I was gonna that. be a no. We're loggers. That's okay. We're, yeah. we're seasonal loggers. Are we axemen? We're seasonal loggers. Seasonal loggers. And then we also we also do work at the fish factory in the other season. Yeah. Just yeah, can, yeah, yeah. Canning, canning salmon. Canning. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Canning uh, solid white albacore. You know what? I might also say Alaska. Alaska yeah, seems... Stay in the United States is the smartest thing to do, Yeah, because if you could get to Alaska, you could also hop Alaska across the border. Alaska would be really And good. that really is the final frontier. That's Alaska, yeah, you're in the bush up there, you're, you're set. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to have somehow... I think we need to start, like, burying some money for getaway money. Yeah. But, you know, because you'll have to have, like, the cabin and everything set up. But I like where your head's at. I think I'm coming, too. Yeah. Gotta stay in America. It's a... A lot of people make that mistake. They want to flee to, like, Mexico or South America. And, like, you don't realize you're... Now you're just a stranger in a strange land. And, like, that Mm. shit gets old. and, And you'll... And... Cause that's the other thing too. Like I've watched so many of those people that that that, that they flee. Whenever they flee, they always just they end up coming back, and that's how they get caught. Mm. Or in the other ones I've seen, or the they ones, can't hack it. Over yeah, wherever they go. Right. Or in the ones that do flee, and like they get away for like like you know periods of time, they're always like over in the northwest over there. They're always like in a remote ass fucking place, mm. but they stay in the country. Which you think you would think that's like damn, how did they not catch you? But it's like hiding in, in plain sight. Mm. Yeah, um, I guess I'm coming with you. 
That or like I gotta go to like you know Montana, like we drive the car we drive the Idaho. car to Texas and leave it on like the main road that so goes it looks to, like Mexico, we went to Mexico and then we and then, yeah and then we book it it uh, looks like we go but no we didn't go yeah we're like leaving soda cans we leave DNA, like it, DNA, we, we leave DNA. the gla- the gas on e there's like oh okay they ran out of gas on on the way okay mm. yeah no we dipped. Yeah, I like that. We we actually fucking we we, cut we got a moped and, we and now a we're dumb blood. and dumber style all the way back to Aspen. Yeah, <laughs> we cut ourselves. It looks like we bled out. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Leave or some... met into foul play. Maybe yeah. we're dead. Yeah, we we leave like furs around. Yeah, maybe we're dead. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <sighs> Blueprint, people. Blueprint. Guys, you gotta have one. You gotta have one. Um. So, uh, one more thing with the janitor closet here. Uh, we're just going off on tangent after tangent. Um, it's okay. We had a caller. We had, uh, we had Brian, um, Mr. Oren. Is it Oren? Oren? Oran? Oren. Oren, right? Mr. Yeah. Oren uh, called in, and he had, uh, you know, he said how he sang Grandma's Hands by Bill Withers at, to his wife on their wedding day. Um and he asked us what were like times in our lives mm-hmm. where uh you know a certain song brings you back to a certain time mm-hmm. so um did you have any of course did you have any yeah um am i going first here yeah just right. oh, yeah 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 i got to grab my i'm going to grab the list real quick um let me see here all right so my first one so here, I did mine a little bit differently than probably you did yours. Um, I did not specific songs, but more of a specific group. Or a, it's a it's a mix. Okay. So the first one I have here is Collective Soul. Okay. Okay. As you know, my first concert re- uh, reminds me very much of like. The 90s, living in Atlanta right before I basically moved away. That's what that time reminds me of. Yes, 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 yes. So Collective Soul. First, that reminds me first, of my first, uh, Atlanta first concert. Childhood. First concert. Yes. It reminds me of my Atlanta childhood. Your turn. All right. Um, one of the ones um, I wrote down here is whenever the the Killers album comes on, their, their first one, Hot Fuss. It always takes me back to when I was in high school, soft, uh, sophomore in high school, and um, Ian, hey, would you blow me night? Uh, he never had like a curfew, but I always had a curfew. So I would come home at 10 for the curfew after going out, and he dropped me off, and then he would wait down the street in the car, and I would sneak, I would immediately sneak right out of my house and get back in the car, and me and him would... And we did this all. We would go out with the friends, be back by curfew. I'd sneak out, and we'd head to the casino. And he all we'd always played that album on the way to the Hard Rock, and we would go to the Hard Rock until like three, four in the morning, just uh, playing Texas Hold'em. I love that, and that sounds like what a number one fan would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had like fake IDs, so we would sit. We would sit at the Texas Hold'em tables. And you're allowed to smoke inside the, you know, in at the casino, and that was like, you know, when you're in high school, smoking's like super cool. So we would have like our pack of Parliaments, our P Funks, mm-hmm. and uh, the chick would come up and ask us what we wanted to drink, and we would drink for free because as long course, as you're, you're gambling, betting. it's free. So it was like a win-win. Love that. Love that for you. Also, such to me, like just a South Florida 
you're a child somehow allowed to do very adult things and, yeah. get, and get away with it where like I don't know maybe like you know the Atlantic City folk can also like, oh my god yeah identify with that but no like, you're totally you know right. what I mean there were clubs there that were like so like some nights if we like lost money like like really quickly we just like alright well you wanna go to like Pangea and we just go to Pangea and I mean we're fucking 15 16 yeah, perfect <laughs> like my next one is one that you are involved with. Ooh, what do we got? Um, I always flash back to this moment as one of the seminal moments of our friendship and also Scotty P and the galvanization of us as 2X Mafia in the dorms. Yeah. Riding around in Dan Van Hoff's, uh, what is it, the white Jeep Grand Cherokee. Yep. Uh, and Gimme the Loot came on. And yeah. I was the hip-hop aficionado <laughs> That was being blown away by everyone else's lyrics to give me the loot. And all of you were just getting after it. And I said, I got to step up my biggie game. Yep. And yeah. That was a, that is a specific song. Every time I hear it, I think of that. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that was all, that was all my sister. She had a boyfriend in college. Like he was a heavy. I remember that. And that when we, and I went and visited her one time and like, I came back with like, that was with die. me. Yeah. It was like, okay, rap phenomenon, ready to die. All right, it was the DJ Vlad and Dirty Harry. Yeah. Mm. Um, what do you got? So, Nelly's Country Grammar. Ooh. That song. Yeah, the teen zone. Always takes me back to this baseball tournament that I was playing in. And it was my first tournament with um, a, lot of these, a lot of these like older guys, like the guys that were like they're they're a couple years older than me, and I was like I was the youngin on the team, mm. and um, I remember they all were uh, they were like in high school, and I wasn't in high school yet, and they this one kid Garrett, I'll never forget his name was Garrett Davis, and he was like he was like the coolest kid on the team to me because he was went into music. And he had, he was the first person that when I went over to his house, he had turntables. He had turntables like, like I have here in the mixer and everything. He had that in his room at the age of like, you know, 16, 17. Yeah. That's a cool. And I was like 14. That's a cool kid. So I remember going over to his house and being like, holy shit, you can have this. I thought this was only in clubs. Like you can have this in your room. Yeah. It didn't. And like that next Christmas after that, like when, like in my, when I was 14, like I, that's like, that was when like my whole turntable and vinyl thing started was Mm. like, and he was cool. But he, on that tournament, we went like after one of the days, uh, we went back to the pool because the pool was always the, like the happening spot at those baseball tournaments because all the teams were staying all together. So you went back to the pool and it was just like crazy. Madness. And he came out with the fucking the old school fucking boombox shit. And he had Nelly's country grammar. And I'll never forget. I was in the pool and he was like, yo, Alex. He's like, you got to check this fucking guy Nelly out. He goes, he's brand new. He goes, this is his new song. <laughs> he goes, you, know, you got to check it out. It's called Country Grammar. And like, he pressed play on that album. And I remember it was, I remember just, Bro, play the back. Like the song went in, play it back. I would just, but please play it back. I would just tell him over and play. Oh, that play was over. a magical song of our childhood. Yeah, like there that was, was nothing we like, like that. We were like 13, 14. I remember because that's when like mom would drop us off Friday night at the Teen Zone, and it was like you know it was there, there was, was nothing DJ. like that ever. Like, like rap, there was nothing. Yeah, it was this old. That was when that old school rap like was was turning Atlanta and stuff was getting to the game. Even though yeah. I know it's Nelly's from St. Louis, but that different type of like you know rap was coming. Oh, in. for sure. Yeah. So sure. yeah, Nelly's country grammar always takes me back to that baseball tourney. 
So my next one that I have is it's, it. I had to go in like chronological order. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Like of my life. That's how I've been. That's how I did this whole thing. The next one for me brings me back to our long days on the beaches, mm-hmm. but also equally working at the food truck is Peter Tosh. Ah. Whenever I hear Peter Tosh, I think of those two things. I think of me just slanging some sausage and some fucking cheesesteaks, or I'm drinking like eight Coronas on the beach on a Sunday with the beach cruiser. I don't have anything with me besides those three things. Okay. All right. That's I, what that reminds me of. Little little uh little sausage uh sausage cup. sausage stanks wafting in the air. Peppers yeah. burning, onions burning on the side. Mm. Yeah. Cook cheese steaks the night for wifey. How'd it go? A one. I mean you still got it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Those, those, that, that you'll never lose. You'll never lose that. Like never that whole, like you, you could do that blindfolded. You and I both, if we've, I've, we've talked about this before, but if let's just say there was like a terrible tragedy where like someone had to just come out and feed 200 workers, like you could leave a hunk of food near us and a grill and the flat and top. everyone is going to get fed. I'm doing actually. Uh, I don't know why I made it a tragedy where we had to feed people. <laughs> I know you did like a FEMA shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking like, all right, a natural disaster, and there's a flood in Fort Lauderdale, and we just had to go out there and, and just feed just, the national guard. Yeah, we're just cranking out cheesesteaks and burgers, and everyone's just like, "Yo, anything. this is the best ever happened." And there's like, "How'd you do that?" I was like, we, "That's what we do." I'm right. actually. I just got recruited. I am. Um, I am cooking cheesesteaks and sausages and hot dogs. I think that's the only three things on on the menu at the St. David's Carnival. Not even an invite. My buddy that that, that I bowl with, like his dad's in charge of like the food vendors there. And um, he always sees me on my flat top and he's like, yo, I need someone that knows what the fuck they're doing. He's like, can you please come like. And like you know, help us and cook steaks for Christ. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, absolutely. It's it's hard to ever really turn down a situation like that. I love the when someone shit. acknowledges you as yeah. the Zen master. You've already you've already gotten the high from. What he literally you... was like, he's like, I need someone that knows what they're doing. He's like, honestly, he's like, all my friends are like, they'll be there, but they, they he's like, they just go out to eat every night. He's like, they, they wouldn't even know how what to do. Yeah, and I was like, bro, he's like, he's like, could you do that? I'm like, are you joking me? I was like, here's my materialist. Get it done. <laughs> I was like, I just I was, I was like, the only question I have is like, do I need to bring my own spatula and shit or not? <laughs> like that's where you come and, and you he was like, like no we got it, it and i was like i'm gonna bring do mine. you have it though no <laughs> he doesn't know the requirements yeah um all right uh do you have another one um i mean yeah, i should have a couple more like pennywise bro him mm-hmm. uh always reminds me of the fourth of july that one time when the mosh pit broke out in yes. the rain at the fourth of july party mm-hmm. And I played that song, and it was just like everyone, like, it just clicked for everybody, and everybody went into, like, a frantic mud pit. So, like, whenever I hear Bro Him, that always brings me back to that moment. Classic Jack's Beach. Yeah. Like, we're all going <laughs> to skateboard over to your house, somewhere. and we're going to drink beers in the garage. Yeah, I have footage of that somewhere. Yeah. Um, Can we break that out next uh, next week? Yeah. And then, yeah, other than that, um, I just have... Uh, LCD sound system always reminds me of uh, the record store Radioactive because that Mikey's the one that showed me LCD. So whenever I listen to this one, uh, this one song in particular, it always reminds me of Radioactive being in the back, like, okay. like thinking. I remember being in the back and he was like, my he 
he it was the first time he ever did it. He goes, he was like, here, I'll let me show you some stuff. He's like, I think you'll like this because I had this. He, he started getting uh, understanding, for like your taste. Yeah, he, I would, you know, because I, yeah, he was like, okay, I kind of know what this kid likes, and I would always ask him questions. And so he was like, check this out. I remember like he gave me else the LCD sound system album, and I went over to the thing to listen to it, and I remember just being like, oh my god, I just found gold. Like I just, I have the most, I have the greatest record that's ever been made. And he and I was I was like because I remember going up to Mikey when I was buying it, I was like which is what album is this? Um, this is uh this was actually way there was like their very first one they were actually called Gucci Sound System before like they were like really LCD they were playing with both of them they were called Gucci Sound System and it's just a it's just one it's just like a single album mm. and it's called the song's called Time to Get Away. Okay. But yeah, I remember going up to him like Mikey and being like, "How did? Why didn't you buy that?" I, I was like, "I can't believe you let me have it." And he was like, like "I already just, have it." No, he was. He was like, "Nah, man." He's like, that, "That's what it's all about." He goes, "He goes, if it was up to me, he goes, I wouldn't let anybody in this fucking store, and no one could buy anything." Yeah, he's like, he's like, but, but that's my job is to do." He goes, "This is this is why I do it because look at you, you discover new artists and you love it so much." And I was like, "You're right." That's the perfect record store vibe. And then ever since, right? yeah, yeah. Hey, I know what you like. Let me show you this. You go listen. You're like affirmative. Yeah, I would like to purchase this. And he goes, "It's yours." And then, uh, and then every single time I would go back to the, and, and Mikey was working. It was only when Mikey worked. When everyone else worked, I wouldn't even fuck with him. And I, but when when I would walk in there, I would always ask him, Mikey, "You got one for me? you? Got one? and he would yeah. like and he, every time I'd be like, "Yep," and he would show me something else. Love that. Yeah. Is that your dream gig? That would be absolutely my dream. Like when, that, you're like, when you're like 55, that or DJing like a, at like you know, I've always wanted to be a DJ at like you know a baseball game or like a Marlins game or like you know Dolphins game or like an, some type of arena. Like I think it would be so cool to be like the the DJ for like the Miami Heat. Well, yeah, you and yeah, that's DJ Irie. Yeah. So that yeah, that I would think you'd have to if you wanted to actually play music. I think it's got to be basketball rather than baseball because there's not really they don't cut to too much music except for walk up music, right? Uh well they don't down here. I mean you go yeah. out to like fucking San Francisco Giants game, but shit's a party out there. Toronto is a party. Alright. Yeah. Um I have two more lawn work. I always think of the Almond Brothers. Yeah. Lawn work, yard I, oh, work. I've thought about this a lot. My long. dad, like th- that is like the and it's not even that I don't I'm sure he's a big almond he is a big almond and Greg Almond fan and all that. But it's just me doing what my dad used to do and then listening to the music that he was listening to. It's like that, like, you know, synergy of all those things. I'm like, okay. It's baked in. Baked in, baby. It's baked in. It's baked in. Um, and then the last one I have is um, Bill Withers and Curtis Mayfield from my wedding. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Yes. That we- is, I mean, shout out to wifey. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that Lovely is. Lovely day. Lovely day. Lovely day, right? Lovely and day. And I think we we. I don't remember the Curtis. Moving on one. up. Um, oh. I think that's what we left. To yeah. After the mm-hmm. wedding was over. But yeah. So those are my the songs that have formed songs and music that have formed my years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you guys have a couple songs that just take you back to a really embarrassing moment, call or text in three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. We want to hear those. Yeah, like when Green Day Dookie was playing on your <laughs> fucking boombox as you were cranking it in your room and your mom walked in. Yeah. That's how you remember yeah. that song. Yeah, like, yeah, give me that voicemail. Yeah. Those are the ones we Look, want. If you send it to us and you put your name on it, we won't play it on the air for everyone to I've hear. I've always loved and just admired 
when people use crank in it as when referring to you like to, that yeah like I, I i don't i don't ever use never, it never but when other when i'm in discussion with other people and they say like yeah i cranked one out to her like I don't ever say anything out loud. I won't. I have a good poker face, but inside there's joy. Yes, I feel. The I same love way. that. I was giving that to you because I knew it brought me joy. So yeah, because it's because it, it's one of those words that it sounds like what it is means. Yes, correct. You know. Yeah. It sounds like like that's an onomatopoeia. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Look at us. We are scholars. We are just educated gentlemen, dude. Uh, sometimes everyone, we have fun and we can talk about soaking and some weird fucked up shit. But other times, don't flex on us. Don't. 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 <laughs> um, oh, shit. So I guess now we can close the janitor's closet. Yeah, that close was, that one. Wow. Up. Deep cleaning. That was a deep clean in there. It's a deep one. clean. We had to Frank, help. Frank, I'm sorry some, yeah. that you had to deal with the principal. Don't worry about it. I thought you were going to. I thought you. Well, because you, you had forgotten who the vice principal was. And I, I said thought, only once on one other episode. Yeah, and I uh, thought you were going. Sleuths, let us know. Yes, but I, I thought you were. I thought you were going to just quickly um, pivot and just be like, th- like be a new vice principal. A new one got hired and say, and then like say like what happened to the old one and just go there. Same principal, just slightly more dismissive. <laughs> Um, so I wanted, I've been watching a lot of movies lately. What do you got? So I wanted to like run by, and, and the other thing I, I texted you in the middle of the week because the squid games is hot right now. Super hot. Super hot. So I texted Jordan. I was like, Hey, we got to watch this fucking thing and, uh, report back to the, to listeners because they rely on our, we're tastemakers in the industry. Yeah. 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 Um, our palettes are always on point. Mm. Put that on a t-shirt. Mature palettes. The Shut the Fuck Up podcast. Palettes always on point. Mm. Print um, the shirts. And um, one of... So, you haven't finished Squid Games. No, I'm half... I'm about a quarter of the way in to the second to last episode. How are you feeling the about penultimate. it so far? Um... What I, part are you at? You're at the glass part, right? Yes. You and you, but you haven't finished that game. They just switched the jerseys. He went from one to sixteen, and I'm leaving it there. They um, just switched the. And then you turned it. What did you have to do? Um, actually, I will indict. <laughs> I will indict Wifey right Yo, now. Yo, like why? Where, where, why did like you turn an, it off? Right we watched, there. We watched like we finished an episode, then we watched another episode, then we started that one. And she just turns it off and was like, nope, let's go to bed. What? And I was just like. I feel like you guys were like in like 10, 15 minutes in at least. We were. We were. It was just. You got to you gotta make that decision before. Hey, are we going to fit? We got another hour in no, us? No conversation. No, hey, should we do this? So oh, she literally. Jesus Christ. She went to bed and out of protest, I stayed out and watched football for another 15 minutes. Good. Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. Thank you. Good. You know what? You Actually, a great thing happened. I tuned in. Did you in, uh, open up a bag of popcorn? Tu- no, I tuned in, and right when I tuned in, beat Doug. Next play. Boom. You boom, know what? Boom. Thanks, wifey. Thank you, wife. <laughs> but, yeah, so I finished Squid Games. Um, well, oh, wait. So you asked about it. Um, I don't love... Yeah, where are you at? Like, I don't are, love... Um, like, I like action movies. I don't love, like, 
gratuitous violence and super gory stuff. Not that this is super gory. There's parts. But there's parts where I'm just like, I don't need to see that. I get what you're doing. I like that. It's kind of the Tarantino thing where it's like, we're going to show the head whip around as it's being shot in the head. We get it. We're going to show brains. Also, I just don't love... I like... um, Like, psychological thrillers. Uh I do like those. But... I don't think I just love seeing people in a very high anxiety position mm-hmm. like the entire time the show is going on. Right. Because I think it makes me in a weird way tense up to where I don't enjoy it as okay. much as if it's like a murder mystery where I'm like, okay, that thing happened, but there's other stuff going right. on. When you're just like kind of grabbing at the, the couch the whole time, like I don't enjoy you're that. You're white knuckling it the whole time. Not, I mean... In a very casual way, yes. Where I'm just like, I just don't like the situation they're in. You know, like. Um, how d- did you like the sex scene? Um, yeah. Yes. Were you okay with that? Yes. Because I, I. I was know. actually thought there'd be more. Because if you're. I wanted more. About to go potentially I, yeah. die. And why ain't you fucking? That's, that was I thought the same exact thought. I was yeah. like, what's up with all these prudes in here? Like that chick snuck in a cig. And I was like, good move. That that was the funny other like loophole of the whole entire thing that I just like kept thinking of, and I was like, Alex, stop thinking of that. You're now you're gonna, you're gonna ruin the movie for you, the series for you. Where I was like, this whole entire place is under just security on security, cameras everywhere, bathrooms are free for all though. Yeah, I like that. Like I was like, <laughs> anything goes in there, huh? And it's unisex. Okay, Love like I would just, everyone's <laughs> equal. Yeah, everyone's equal. Yeah. You know, that's fine with me. But yes, that is actually funny. I didn't think about that. The bathroom thing, like, I was like, because anytime, anytime, everywhere. Any, anytime they wanted to do anything, they were just like, let's go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> um, so we'll probably, we might finish it tonight, if not tomorrow. Definitely. I, 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 would, I would say definitely finish it. Um, I think you will like the ending. I um, didn't, but I think you, you will. I think you'll like okay. it. It's definitely got a little bit. It definitely has a little bit. Well, when they I mean, were playing the marble game, that was fucked up. That was fucked up. That was fucked. That was fucked. Um, but it's but when you were watching at the beginning, were you not looking through like once you realized who the main group of characters were going to be? You're like, all right, all right I don't do, know, and I haven't seen the end, so I don't actually know. But I literally was like, all right, all right, you're, you're dead. You're you, staying. You're, you're not. Gonna, there's you're no way. You're, you're definitely dead. Yeah. You're gonna. You're gonna last longer than I think you're gonna last. But you're definitely dead. Yeah. And then you, jury's out on you. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of there's a, there's a couple of M Night Shyamalan twists at the end, so that's why I think love you, that you baked that in there. You'll like that. Um. So I I wasn't as like the I mean the I the internet was like blowing up about it. And it, it's it's good. It's definitely it, the series to me. It was good. I give it like I give it a, a B minus. I um, that's what I gave I it at finished. the I, that's I, what I, I gave I, it at the end. I, I remind like, this me is next good. week and I will give you my grade. But I cannot grade an uncom an, an incomplete paper. I'm, I'm gonna ask back to you. I'm gonna ask you for the grade. I'm giving it a B minus. B minus. B minus is the grade that I that I, I ended think up with. you grade slightly on a higher on a harder curve. I definitely do. Definitely, definitely do. Because something wacky could happen, and it changes my whole perspective. Oh, I'm like a plus. I wanted to ask you this. Okay. This is this shows. Uh, this this is still other things that, I, that was funny to me. That you're- when when you watch when you when you when you've been watching this, 
Have you been watching with subtitles or with the overdub? I think both. Me too. <laughs> yes. I think both. I've been switching back and forth and I don't know which one I like more. So like when, I'll get bored with one and I think I can just go the other one. It's or weird. I'll start an episode. I'm like, let's start with this. Um, some of the stuff. <laughs> I'm so glad you do both. Like I realized when we went on our flights, we went on two flights in two weeks, that when I was on the plane, I was watching it and I had the subtitles on and I just never turned them off and I was very okay with it. I've been That's what I do with yeah. my Netflix now. I just keep them on all the time. Yeah, because then it's like if I didn't hear it, I saw it. Yeah. So then I've got more context. It keeps me more interested in, in, in the movie too, I think. Yeah. Like whenever like I, I like I think I was like watching Peaky Blinders and I just couldn't understand what the fuck they were saying and then I left it really? on ever since. Yeah, I couldn't understand that episode that 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 show. I fucking love that show. But I, I understood I understood that fine. Oh no, I I finally like I was like I can't do this without I got uh, oh this probably subtitles. Oh thank God. And I just turned That's the funny I turned the English that. subtitles on. I was like, "Oh, here we go." You'll love this. I Cuz I could not understand. I got them. a new assistant at work and she is from St. Croix. So she's like heavy Islander, but also like grew up in New York. Doesn't take shit, but it's great. Yeah. And we started talking and she was telling me, yeah, she was telling me about like, you know, living over there. And I literally said, oh, so you watch Shada's without the subtitles. And she was just like, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, like you could understand all that shit. Yeah. Like that's one where. I could never understand that movie. Yes, exactly. Shadows is the is the movie that if you are literally not from like the islands, you're not getting it. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I wanted to see if if you were doing the overdubs because a lot of people were. It's just a do- terrible overdub. It's a terrible that's well that's that's a lot of people I was talking to, I've been because I thought this was the most interesting thing. Oh and, about the uh the translation, right? Yeah, well, just the overdubbing thing because like I don't I don't. I usually don't like the overdub because they're usually really bad. Yeah, and this was everyone I've talked to was like, "Oh yeah, overdub for sure." And I'm like, "Really? Like, did you even try the subtitles?" Like, no. I'm just like, because like the overdub is like I I I I go back and forth, but like this is so bad on the overdub. It's the voices for me. I could watch every movie now moving forward, and it would be better than what that is. Yeah. So I'm okay with it now. Like you've you've shown me how bad it can be. Because I'm just like okay. Overdub that if you want, like because it's, I don't it's the shit. person's voice, it's the people's voices, right? Because like, I don't their, even their know. inflection. That's what it is for me. It's just like, well, yeah, the, the inflection, like, and then oh, their oh. voice, their mouth isn't doing the inflection point. Yeah, and then but. sometimes I'll be like, wait, did he say that sentence? It looks like he actually said that, but is that is the Korean sentence the same? I don't know. But uh, the other, there's a couple other movies though that I got to check out that I wanted to see if you've seen. What do you got? Um, first and foremost. I happened to, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, obligatory, obligatory check in. Yeah. This one wasn't obligatory. It was just a check in for to lethal weapon. Wait. Oh, oh, you just, I ha- just you, checked. It, it was a stumble in. You didn't, really I don't usually, to... I usually don't, I usually don't like popping on, on lethal weapon. Number one. Yeah. It was a marathon. So I was like, Oh, oh, I saw that. It was, I, I remember seeing that on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, and it just kind of started or, or, or it was, yeah, well, yeah, I just kind of, kind of, kind of started. So I was like, oh, you know what? I haven't seen this movie so long, and I always like watching those old movies because I'm just like, let's see how, how this is, uh, you know, aged. Yeah. And it's so fucking funny, dog. I love that movie. Great movie. It's so funny, bro. The end. They I don't li- remember the bro, end. Bro, I didn't remember the end either. Is that when? No, number one isn't where they're in the neighborhood that's all on fire. That's number three. I think. Yeah. 
The end is hilarious. Number they four like, is Jet Li. You know, they're, they, they're, they're, they're going back to Danny Glover's house because the, you know, Gary Busey, he's the uh, the villain in it, which is hilarious. Gary Busey's fucking hilarious. Oh, my it? God. What a great villain. Just a yeah, great coked out villain. Such a good villain. And Gary Busey is on the way back to Danny Glover's like house to go get his family, you know, because, you know, that's, that's the last card he has to play. Is and, this where he's beating up the guy in the front yard in the yes, ring? Yes! And, like, bro, it ends literally with fucking... Um, uh, what's his name? Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson yeah. and Gary Busey are like, they go through like the window and they're outside. And at this point it's raining. And now the cops have shown up to the house and Danny Glover tells all the cops, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let them duke this one out. And yeah. they have this epic fight across like the cops like hoods of their cars and they're just duking it out. And I'm just like, this would never happen in real life. Like Danny Glover's like he's like waving the cops like it's the No 80s, no no bro. put your guns down. This is between them. This you is know? The 80s. It's <laughs> I was, the 80s. I was like, this is amazing. Mm, I had to work through that mentally to get back to that far in the tr- in the Yeah. In it. Yep, I remember it, it. was I, the whole scene was happening and I was rolling over laughing. It was so which one is um? And not to mention, with- Gary Busey is in is, is is in Danny Glover's house, you know, looking for the family. But the family, Danny, Danny Glover calls ahead and tells him to get the fuck out of there. So he's in the house and he doesn't know that the family is already gone. So while he's creeping through the house, and of course, fucking uh, Mel Gibson and Danny Glover, they just drive the car right through the fucking house, the wall, knowing that that's he's like, gonna be there. Yeah, it knocks him over. They pop out. Scene begins. Love that. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. Which is the one where, um, what's his guy as his realtor? Is that number three? I don't remember. I'm bad with the lethal weapons. It's, um, I don't remember. Do you like, know who which I'm talking about, though? Yeah, but I don't remember like okay. what the two okay. threes. and There's four of them, right? There's four, at least. Four had well, Jet Li. Well, well, there's a fifth. There's five, actually. Never saw that one. Always Sunny did theirs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah. that movie, but... um. The other one I wanted to quickly say that was a really nice surprise um, that I haven't seen was the new Ghostbusters with the girls. Yeah, you never saw that? It was really good. It was okay. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. That one it chick was from interesting. SNL who's fucking... Kristen Wiig? No. Kristen Wiig is... I fucking Leslie? Leslie? The, uh, is that the, the black blonde? chick? No, no, the blonde chick. I guess I didn't realize they're all from SNL, basically. Yeah, they are. They all, all of them except for Melissa McCarthy. No, no, the other crazy-eyed blonde chick. Yeah, um, McKinnon. Yes, What's I her, yeah. always, I'm like, I'm always scared by her. She's awesome. I don't in it. never. I, yeah, I never know. She's got eyes on her. She definitely has eyes on I'm, her. I'm, I'm in a defensive striking pose whenever she's around. She's like, like she's like scary hot yeah you no, know like crazy hot yeah you're just like, like she's you gonna gotta bang look you, then go scary. slash your tires yeah like her she looks like she just gives amazing head like she would drive through your house and hit but you. she's a lesbian so you'll never get that really yeah so sorry sorry this well no i didn't i didn't actually say that you said that no you you wanted to get head from her and i and i just told you that that'll never happen i'm sorry okay um, but it was really good. I thought I thought I was, fun. It was uh, funny. I the liked reviews those. were terrible. I thought it was okay. 
I loved all the, the Bill Murray's and all the, like the cameos. What's his name? Hemsworth is fucking hilarious in it. The uh, yes, he is he, good. I was like, this guy is awesome. He was good. Like in the he movie. was so funny throughout the whole thing. Anything with Kristen Wiig, you're gonna get me interested. I um, I, I crush on her hard. Yeah, I crush on her hard. She's definitely on my my Hollywood crush. What's list. what what are like you know top five hottest SNL uh, women? I Molly Shannon was there for Let's me. Let's be inclusive and go hottest all time. Top five hottest all time. Men and women. I don't know. Leave it open. <sighs> Fuck. Number five. Um, Number I got a thing five. for Tina Fey. You do? Oh yeah. You don't? I think Amy Poehler is higher than her. No, I'm taking. I'm taking. I'm team. I'm, I'm. I'm team Amy. Fine. I'm team. Team Tina. Tina. All right. Well, uh, call in, guys. Let us know what team you're on on that one because I'm definitely team Poehler. No, team Tina. Hundred percent. I always digging I, the scar. Always. I. I would like the scar. <laughs> um. I always had a had a weird thing for Sherry O'Terry. Really? She had I know her eyes were really close together, but I liked no. it. No. I liked her like she was a little girl. She looked like a little spinner. No, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think. Sherry O'Terry did it for me. She moved my monkey. She moved your monkey. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like scan back. I didn't, I was never like a huge um never like a huge SNL guy. Kristen Wiig was is definitely Kristen Wiig, but like I don't think I guess I think of her as SNL. But I think she's done so much since SNL that I don't think of her like she's that an SNLer. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Um, Molly Shannon didn't do it for oh, you. Oh yes, Molly That's, Shannon, Molly superstar Shannon, alone. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. The skirt was like oh that, yeah. That you movie have... when my dad had the Quest minivan and we had the VHS player in the minivan. That movie was the movie when we would drive to Atlanta if we're doing movies of your childhood now. Okay. Where that just stayed in. The, that was like the default movie that just stayed in the in the car. Wow. And then other movies would make their way in. You know, we'd go to Blockbuster for the long long weekend rental. Uh-huh. But like uh, that superstar, superstar was always in. Will Ferrell was good in that. Oh, yeah. He was really good in that. The fax machine. The fa- I was, that's the only line that I know. The pepper. <laughs> that's the, like if you say superstar like and you ask somebody like give me a quote, they will only go to the dance scene. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I I literally used to be able to just go front to back. Really? Quote quote the whole thing. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, for sure. Yes. Molly Shannon does it, though. Molly Shannon does it. I'm trying to think of, is is there anyone? Anna Gasteyer didn't really do it for me. All the old. I don't even remember who that is. Anna Gasteyer. Remember, she was the one that always did with Alec Baldwin on the balls, the you, I love your the sweaty balls. Oh, I like. Uh, she was, is that the? I like her. I like her. I you like liked her. her. Yeah, I like her, but she's not moving my monkey. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any. None of the old cast members did it for for me. Like, I'm like, for, like blanking right now, so I can't even think of any good ones. But yeah, that's that's our list right there. That's our that's our quick paltry list. <laughs> Sherry O'Terry. Mm. Mm. You know, I'm going to go on my list also. Throw who's, one more in there before we move the, on. Throw the, one more in there before we move um, on. Um uh who is who's the guy, the main dude in Brooklyn 99? Uh, Andy Samberg. Yeah, he moves my monkey. I will give you that. I absolutely he, I find to be I find him to be he's a uncommonly good. funny and it's just his comedy to me personally. That I don't I, think he's like funny. Hot, hot Rod 
Yeah, I don't. I didn't think Hot Rod was funny at all. Then I hate you now. Yeah, like he's not. He's like he's one of the like least funniest people on SNL for me. But he's a good looking guy. I hate all of what you're saying because the reason I want to even have sex with him is how funny he is to me. No, I'm not even in it for that. I, I, I just care how Bro- he looks. I just gave Brooklyn Nine Nine another chance because uh, Check was like he loves it. And he's like you gotta watch it. And I gave it another chance, and I was like, yeah, this show's not funny. You just don't like that. Comedy, I've just then. seen. I've just seen that show a thousand times. It's not. You funny just don't like that comedy, and I'm sad for you. It's too. It's too like literal dick and fart jokes. It's too. No. It's, it's too. It's too dumb for me. It's too dumb. Don't put yourself above. I am above. You're I'm not. above now. You're not. I'm now above. You're not. Um. So that is uh. That's a quick little movie thing. I also saw the one the the movie Venom. I liked that one too. Uh, apparently, a lot of people didn't like that one. I I liked Venom. I think they're coming out with another Eddie one. Eddie Brock. There they are, and I'm only interested now because is Woody now. Yeah, Woody now. One of my favorite characters of when I was a kid is finally. I don't understand how he was not a massive character earlier in the universe. Carnage. Oh, you like that? Carnage, the red dude? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, he was always one of my fuck... I loved Venom, too. I love... Venom was my favorite. Venom and Carnage. Carnage was one of my favorite. I never got... The new one looks tight. Why he wasn't a big, like, get his own movie, a prequel. Like, he should get a trilogy. The new one looks tight. I need to go back and watch it. Have you seen the first one? I've seen, like, most of it, I think. Yeah, that one's usually on. Yeah, that's on a lot, yeah. I like that one, too, though. I I also love everything that What's-His-Name's in. Tom Hardy. I do, too. Peaky Blinders. I would just want to be that... Did you ever see Taboo? Can I just be that fucking Jew at the wedding? Yeah. In in Blackjack Benny's wedding? Mm -hmm. Can I just be him, the fucking (laughs) rum guy? He fucking runs shit. Alfie? That is that it? Alfie. It's good for you. Look at you. It didn't even take long for you to grab that one. Mm-hmm. You know, can't think of a fucking single SNL character, but that but one, Alfie, Alfie Solomon's Jesus. Boom. Okay. Enough, enough, Boom. enough. Put your shirt back on. It is only half on. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's, let's go into a little, a quick thing. It's, bro, what's, what's up with this fucking Duke? What's up with this Duke? What? what is, I only put it on. I only put it on the list. Today I'm glad you put it on because I was like, you know what? Low hanging. It's it's something that you normally would have, I think, put on the list. I would have, but it was me this time, which is weird because now I think this is going to be the first example of it actually because people were talking about it. Could this happen? You know, Kyrie is not vaccinated. Whatever. Kyrie but- Irving is a basketball player. He's not vaccinated. He plays for the Brooklyn Nets. And as everyone knows, New York is on fucking lockdown. You got to be vaxxed and waxed if you want a fucking wax. And basically, he can't play in home games. Or he can play in away games, but not home games. Well, I was watching the uh, the sporting channels this morning, and they were and like they were the, <laughs> the one sporting guy, channels. Yeah, I don't want to like you know I don't want to name drop any of them because you know they're not throwing any money at us, so they don't mm. deserve it. Yeah, but that. um, they were going a step further. It's like yeah, like you know, obviously can't play in any home games, can't practice with the teams. But the one guy broke it down to he goes, yo, he goes, don't forget, he goes protocol. For if you're not vaccinated for away games, he's like, you don't get to eat with the team. You don't get to, you. You can't do shit with the team. Well, uh, even on yeah. away games, you can't yeah. go out. You're not allowed to go out. So you're not allowed to gonna, go out to clubs. He's gonna be a pariah. You're not allowed to like you know go out. You're not allowed to eat with the team. You're not allowed to go out to like you know if if everybody wants to go to the bar after the game. You're not allowed to go with them. You're not allowed to fucking hang out with the team. 
because then if you put then you have then you put them on in, in COVID protocols. Yeah. So it's like it's a whole. It's not just like that. It's like it'll be interesting to see what happens because they seems all like say that he's, he's not, dug in. He's dug in. Well, they all say be, that he's not gonna play this year. They say that the, the Nets are gonna just tell him like, yo, go home, down. go yeah. home. And I was reading another article that was like, uh, someone was saying that the the Nets are give or uh, uh, Kevin Kevin Durant Kevin Durant was basically. An article said Kevin Durant told or uh, has green light to trade Kyrie. Team says or something like that. I mean, that's what I want to know. I was like, yo, actually, I want to like, yo, Harden. How do you feel about this? Because you just got here and like, fuckboys doing this shit. Harden went and got the vax right away because he knows he's gonna get caught in a strip club. (laughs) He's like, I can't go where. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, okay, so this thing I technically don't trust or not going in a strip club. I'm getting that shit, and I'm going to go tomorrow. Kyrie, you're off your fucking wagon, dude. And I just, the people around you, you need, you need, you need to, you're listening to the wrong people. You think the earth is flat. You don't trust the vaccine. I mean, you came out like two months ago and yelled at Nike for your signature shoes. Then you said that they were ugly as fuck. And you told no one to fucking buy them. Like, I don't know what's going on over there, big guy. You're you're doing the classic, I'm going to be such a contrarian in my life that honestly, I think you're past basketball. Just uh, get out of basketball. Yeah. It's, do yeah. whatever. Go, you know, you want to, I feel like you want to go on like a spiritual journey and like go, go do that, travel. Dog. Go do all, you have... The means to do it, you clearly act, or at least act outwardly act like like basketball is not your priority, which is totally okay. But then stop leaving a team hanging in well, a league well, looking and his, bad. And his whole it. thing that he like loves that he loves to do and say is because he always is pissed off at the media. The media is like the piece of shit, the bad guys, and he doesn't. The media is the one that brings attention to stuff. And it's like, no, dog, you bring attention to yourself. By doing all of these fucking weird things that you do. And, so stop blaming other people. And it's like, yes, it's just like you're shooting yourself in the foot with the whole attention thing. And it's like, well. He's always then, like, I, I don't I do not do the attention. I want the attention. But then you come out and you trash your own shoes. Yeah. Then you come out and, you, and you're not going to play. You're not going to play away games. Like now you're a distraction for the team. Every single time you like the team plays at home and you weren't there, they're going to put a microphone in Katie's face and go, what if Kyrie was here? Well, my you're thought, a distraction. My thought too is yes, that's also going to weigh heavily on all your teammates, which sucks for that, them, and, and that will get old quick. More selfish. But my thought is, well, you say and act like you don't want to do these things. Okay. Well, the only re- then to me the reason you're sticking around is strictly for money, which when it's just right. a money grab to me. Now I'm even less of a fan of as you as not even uh, a, a like a performer in this league, but just as a human, because I'm like, okay, so you're doing something strictly for money, which look, if I was in your position, I probably would do it too. But it's like, why are you making it about you if you're just there to go collect your paycheck, do whatever the fuck you got to do? And then it's not about basketball. It's not about basketball. Basketball if it was, is if the it was lowest about, thing on If it was his, about basketball, you, you would have got pricked already. Yeah. Basketball ain't that life for you, bro. I think you need to cut your ties and well, just go enjoy your life. Well, it sounds clearly- like it sounds like this year he's gonna have a lot of time on his hands, because all the major fucking sports people are all saying the Nets are they're gonna try to like hopefully maybe trade him, but they're like, but it's just it's gonna be impossible to trade him just because apparently yeah. with like who knows if he'll ever play after. And that. But they said they're like they're just gonna, they're just gonna they're just gonna send him home because there's like he's just gonna be too much of a distraction and like. 
you have to be, they're like, you have to have a team chemistry thing going. Like the guy had, like you can't have someone like that's not there all the time and like playoffs hit. Like it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. So they're all said that the Nets are probably just going to send them home. They're going to pay them. Version of like, yo, go, go, go home. It's probably, I mean, we'll see what happens. It's interesting, though. It it's is. interesting. It to is me. very so interesting because it's the very, that's the main reason it's the I first it up. big, you know, celebrity or COVID musician like, or, are, yeah. yeah, like actor that Eric is Clapton like, tried to do, pull that shit and then just said, nope, I need the money. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We see you, Clapton. Yeah. You need to chill out, buddy. Yeah. But yeah, it's, he's the very, he's the first that's like really, you know, uh, it's it's gonna be interesting to see how what, what happens here because you know both sides are gonna it's gonna come to a point yeah it's gonna come to a point mm-hmm. where like somebody for the Nets is gonna go like publicly say like what the fuck Kyrie you mm-hmm. know what I mean and or like or or he's gonna have to come to his senses and be like is he I mean are you never gonna come back to basketball I think he just needs to move on yeah the way you're because this is gonna be like that next and, year I mean, I mean this shit ain't going away. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, probably. Shit's not going away. Yeah, no, it's definitely not going away. You know, I guess we'll see what happens. So, um, get me into this peacock. Let's do we it. We ran long. Yeah, we're running. We're running long. We're running hot. But well, we got. Um, we had a lot of ideas out there. It's you know, listen, the the, the yeah, the, things been marinating. We were gone for a while there, and now we're just we're we're catching up on our ideas. And maybe we want to workshop with you guys this detective movie. Yo, I'm telling you. Uh, what <laughs> out of the park? Out of the park. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right, let's get into this peacock. All right, let's go. Alright, alright, alright. Let's get into this week's peacock. I got a good one for you as always. Am I gonna know? I believe so, yeah. If you don't know this one, then you need to get the fuck out. Um Okay. Uh this week's peacock is uh brought to you by the word friends. What 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 uh what um network always did that? Uh, I don't know. Was it was like NBC? I think maybe, I, I think it was like yeah, like like NBC Children's or like Sesame Street or something. It was like this week's episode is brought to you by the word, and then it will always be like a new vocab word. I like that. Um, uh, go check out Peacocks and Music on Spotify. Go to that search bar, pop it in there. All the music and stuff that we talk about, past, present, and future, are all there. It's a goodie, goodie, goodie. Um, I think it's with, the only way I listen to the podcast. I think with this episode, I was looking at it. Um, we will be over a hundred hours, including podcast and music that you've added. So we have over a hundred hours now. Yeah, there's for... a lot of pork in those sausages. Yeah, there's a lot of there's that you you can you you're if you're hungry, get you a, get a the... sausage cup. Yeah. So this week's peacock is Art Blakey. Oh no! Come on. Maybe the I jazz drummer. Mm. Damn, I thought for sure you would know. Blue Note. Yeah, you're a jazz guy to me. 
I am, but... Well, have, this is good, then. So this, I have, this is good, then. I have then. my blinders. This is good, then, because you're a jazz guy. That's one of the that's one of the cool, like, you know, things that we share. We love listening to jazz together. Um, I was listening to jazz in, because, like, a lot of the... Uh, when I'm in the office, they, like, I, you know, I, I told you I have the speakers. I bogart the speakers. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they're like, hey, put some music on, because I have playlists and stuff. And I put some jazz on and walked up and got out, because I had to go do something for, like, 30 minutes. And I came back, and I was like... I just kind of read the room. It wasn't super loud, but just like the couple people around me, I was like, "So we uh we got on the jazz," and they're like, "Yeah, let's uh let's move it on." And I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> but I love some love some good jazz. Jazz for that ass. Go go Jaylet the kid on Spotify. Yeah, if you <laughs> yeah, shameless plug. Jazz for the ass. Um, so Art Blakey, he's a jazz drummer, and um, I um I actually originally was going to do T-Monk, mm-hmm. the Lonious Monk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because yesterday was his birthday. Mm, so happy when, birthday. So when I was like, yeah, like looking for like, you know, people and doing the research. So sometimes if I, I want to do jazz, I want to do, I want to do a jazz person this week. So like, I always like, I always will click like on this day in music just to like, I don't think we've had idea. many jazz. No, we haven't. That's why I need to get a jazz guy in there or girl. Yeah. And, um, Oh, well, Patrice Russian a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably the closest we were there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, for whatever reason, yesterday, so yesterday was, was Thelonious Monk's birthday. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I was like, I was like, uh, I, 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 I just started going down a rabbit hole and I was like, oh, I'll do Art Blakey. Mm. Cause I always loved Art Blakey's, uh, jazz stuff. Today's his birthday. October 11th, 1919, and he died October 16th, 1990. So that was cool. When I started, I was like, oh, today's his birthday. Happy birthday. There you go. So happy birthday, Art. Born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, like I said, in 1919. He's a jazz drummer. Um, by the This guy was a beast, Joe. By the, by the age of seven, like, full-blown musician, oh, yeah. see you later school. He's working the circuits, making money. Mm. Seventh grade. Just like Aretha. Seventh grade, Are- I'm sorry, like not, just, not seventh grade, seventh Just grade. like Aretha. Yeah. He was like, see you later. Had to make money for like the family. His He he, he uh, never knew his dad, and his mom died uh, like right after his birth. And he got shipped to like some friends in um in uh, in Pittsburgh to like a, just like a, and that was like their sur- his surrogate family, and okay. they were just like you gotta fucking do some shit around here if you're gonna fucking yeah. stay here. So, um, he uh, actually started out as a pianist, mm-hmm. self taught, and uh, he actually moved to the drums. Uh, one night after a club owner at gunpoint forced him to. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. And it was... Was uh, there, like, a reason behind why? Yeah, it, it was to... Um, there was this other pianist, and I, I'm going... Like, backed by the owner or something? Yeah, and I actually clicked on the guy. I looked up the guy. To see, I was like, all right, let's see who this fucking guy is, and he actually has chops. Like he actually he was he was a really okay big uh, jazz pianist, like in the early uh, um, like twenties and thirties and shit. He was like a beast. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, just so like the, some it, green so, book shit. Yeah. So the club owner was like, this guy's pretty much a better pianist than you. Fucking get on the drums, or I'm fucking shooting. That you. actually is on my obligatory check in. The Green Book. I like the Green that Book. Movie. Yeah, I like never that movie. seen it. Oh, you haven't? No. The new the new one. Yeah, the I one think- with um. Marshala, I always fuck his name up. Marshala Ali. 
Oh, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, I always fuck his Unless name. Unless I can up. see his face, I have he no idea what his name is. He's one of my favorite fucking. He does. He was in Moonlight. Oh yeah. He was in Moonlight. He's a. Fu- I fuck anything he's in. I will watch. He fucks with it. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, it's a music movie. You have to watch it. Um, jazz pianist. Yeah. yeah. I know the story about the. Oh okay. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like it's like you know go to like all these spots. It was. Yeah, only he can stay there. Um, the guy, the white guy in that movie. I can't Vigo v- Vito, Vigo, Vigo, Mor- Vigo Morton Morton Vigo Morton Morganson Mortensen We're fucking all, we're all fucked up Vigo Vigo, Mor- Vigo Morton Vigo Morton, Morton. Morton. It's that name's Vigo Morton. I he's one of my favorite actors. everything okay. he's in I love Okay Well watch that movie <laughs> I got to see that It's such a good movie Um so from 1939 to 1944 he toured with Fletcher Henderson who was a really big he uh he was a band leader for um a pretty um uh um, what's the word? Famous uh, big band, like an HBCU. This was like, or this like... Was like like in the, like in like in, in like these in like the third like the early on he was in like all these big band like swing bands and stuff. Okay, yeah. big bands and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this guy uh, Fletcher Henderson was like one of the top dogs in New York and shit. Mm-hmm. So he was on tour with him for a while, and um, he actually ended up leaving uh, that tour when they were in Georgia one day. And fucking uh, Art got his ass fucking whooped by this white police officer. And as you I mean, I don't need to go into why. He was just, it says he was unprovoked. Like, being shit, being black. Yeah. Being black in the South. And it, and, he, and he had to fucking put, had to put a steel plate in his fucking head because his skull was like crushed. Yep. So he almost died. Sounds, sounds about like, right. Yeah. And um, so... That's when he was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. Fuck this tour." And she's like, you, you, I got, she got my ass whooped. And um, but I guess the one good thing I, if you could say that about it, is um, when World War Two hit in mm-hmm. nineteen, uh, what was it? World, World War Two like would be 41. 41? 38 yeah. was well, well we got we, we got, got in at forty one. Yeah, yeah, thirty eight, thirty seven, something like that. So, but that played allowed for him not to get drafted. Oh sweet! Yeah, so that was like one of like I guess like nice things about he didn't have he because of the plate in his head he, he was he was uh, exempt mm. from from getting drafted. Didn't work for Rick, huh? No, 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 no. No, it did not. <laughs> um, then he went on tour with uh, this guy Billy Eckstein again, like another big band leader and swing guy, and um, he kind of got bored like honestly with like jazz and stuff and he took a he did a, he did a little hiatus and went to Africa and um, he was only supposed to go for like a couple months but ended up pulled the like, Dave Chappelle huh yeah yeah and then like and everyone everyone he says he's like yeah everyone thought I went there to, for like for drums and like African drums and like learn like that he goes I went there for just for, like a philosophical like getaway yeah just wanted to see how like he wanted he goes I just wanted to see honestly see how those people lived Mm-hmm. And stuff he goes, but then I ended up loving the the culture and like the people and just like the lifestyle. He goes, I ended up staying for two years. Sick. Yeah. So went to Africa for like two years, studied like religion and philosophy there. I mean, that's all it said. I was like looking to see if he got like some type of like degree or anything, but like didn't look like it. That's like, cool though. Yeah. And so when he got back, kind of like took his breather in Africa, recharged the bats. Mm. And uh, that's the he, this is when he hooks up with T Monk with Thelonious Monk. Got it. And he um, he's actually uh, T Monk loves his like drumming style. Take loves art, 
and he's on uh, the first two records that T Monk does for Blue Note. The okay, first so then sessions. I've heard him. I just didn't know I've heard him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so him and T Monk link up. They do. I think, like I said, the first two first two T Monk albums they do together, and then um, after that. Art is ready to like kind of go on his own. He's like, yeah, I kind of want to like do my own thing now. Uh, he he wants to be the band leader because he was he wants the drum to be like the the main sound. Yeah, right, right. But he also wants to be a, the leader of the band and pick who he wants. Like, yeah, you know, who he's back then. With. You know, jazz like that's that was like a big deal. Like you know, you were, like who was the band leader? Is it is it the pianist? Is it the trumpet? Is it the is it the Art Blakey band? Like well, I think different leaders yeah. like controlled like those bands and like the way they would go. Well, the same way, yeah, like the almost like with Les Claypool, right? Like when he was mm-hmm. the bassist and wanted to be that main sound, like that was he wanted to to have the drums be a little bit more forefront, but that's always how it was. Coltrane, you knew yeah. that he picked all of his people, but that's going to be driven around the saxophone. Right. So, um in 1954, um he's he's still signed he's signed to Blue Note. And he uh, creates the Jazz Messengers with um, pianist Horace Silver. Mm. Um, Horace Silver is a fucking beast, too. That's another one. Like, write that one down. And if you're ever at the record store and you see Horace Silver, especially if it's Horace Silver, like, on Blue Note, Take purchase notes. it. Don't even fucking look at the, the price tag. Mm. Just, just do yourself a favor. There you go. Um, but it was cool. So... These the uh, Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. They were first the Jazz Messengers with Horace Silver, and then when Horace left, Art was like, "All right, we're calling this a Hor- uh, Art Blakey and yeah. the Jazz Messengers." Get some name recognition. And um, he, it's it's cool because this this band kind of starts. It's it becomes the jazz band for young talent, for young talent in jazz, and it was like his the Jazz Messengers became this band that if you wanted to make it especially in the blue note uh on blue note records and stuff if you can make it in art blakey's jazz messengers and and like art blakey gave you like the okay and and because he was a hard ass you you were a beast and you like just got promoted and you got a you got a contract and you got your own so like I, there's like a list of people these are and the jazz messengers were always a constant revolving door of musicians because sweet because he kind of cultivated this like it's like a jazz such a jazz thing yeah yeah he, he cultivated like this like this kind of like little mini talent show like within cool. a band and it, but it was always revolving and he and he says too he goes it was the greatest thing for me he goes because I when I was a no I was getting older but I kept I could always circulate just more and more younger jazz musicians they're always better than the last ones and well, like, like you said before it was so much fun to work with them he was getting bored like yeah. before so like and I I'm actually very similar in that is like I need new stimulus every couple right. you know to 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 continue to like invigorate me in and I think that's like in really anything that you do yeah like you don't want to do everything the exact same way your entire fucking life. You yeah. want to build off of that craft and like be educated and learn, mm-hmm. you know, especially like what you're saying, the younger generation so that he knows where the trends are going, what the new sounds are. Yeah. Stuff that and maybe it's keeping him in it. Yeah. Stuff that came out 10 years ago. Isn't the same way that things, things are being done now. Yeah. So, so just a couple of the ones that I wrote down here that there was a, there was a fuck ton, but I wrote down like the main guys. Yeah. And again, any of these people, like any of these these names that I'm about to tell you guys, write them down, and if you see them on Blue Note, you just purchase it on site. 
Uh, he Donald Bird. Oh yeah, as we, who we all know, mm-hmm. Donald Bird. He like he he went up. He came through the Jazz Messengers. Uh, Wayne Shorter. Wayne Shorter is a fucking beast trumpeter. Beast, beast, beast. Wayne Shorter is a little semi-freighted. Freddie Hubbard, mm-hmm. Chuck Mangione, and uh, Wynton Marsalis. Of course. Duh. And and and, and Branton was in, was went through the Jazz Messengers too. And so that's just the short list. You know, what all of those people got discovered through Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. And, like, if you didn't get the, uh, you know, the green light from Art, then, like, you you weren't shit, basically. So it was, that. A, it was a really cool, like, thing that he cultivated that I'd never heard of, honestly, in music. Of, like, if you played in this band. I mean, it's really, especially really hard for rock. like a kingmaker, rock, yeah. But, yeah, it was like, if you can make it in here, like... You were you were you were you were signed you know right on the spot. Yeah, they're like, yo, this guy's alright. This guy's good. Sweet. Um, recorded a fuck ton of albums as like all of those jazz, you know, oh jazz God. records. Those jazz guys are ton, just like literally like dozens and dozens of like jazz messenger albums are out there. Yeah. Um, if you want to find the choice tracks of all the good stuff, guess where you go? Mm. Peacocks and music, guys. If this if if things are moving your monkey right now and you kind of want to get into a little jazz thing and you don't want to sift through the thirty fucking records from the Art Blake and the Jazz Messengers. Pop over to Peacocks and Music on Spotify. I grabbed them already for you there. Um, so, the 70s hit, the fusion era hits. As they do. Oh. The, the the jazz fusion. This mm-hmm. this this was like, you know, the 70s in jazz music was always like, it's like Lonnie the Liston. marker of like, could you keep up? Or were you like an old bitter person and you hated where... You know, yeah. it was that. You know, you had Miles Davis doing bitch, Brit, uh, Bitches Brew, doing the fusion thing and keeping it going. And then you had, like, a whole huge section of jazz, you know, old heads that were super pissed off about this fusion shit. It's classic jazz. Uh, and I think uh, Brian Suss had mentioned this, yes. too, about just how the rigidity of the entire culture was one of that... There's no new music. There's no you gotta new. Gotta do it this way. This is how it's this done. It's very regimented. This yeah. Is, yeah. So the '70s hit, and his the band, you know, the messenger started to fade. He didn't really like, you know, get too much into the fusion stuff. I mean, he played with a couple people, but like he, the messengers, the jazz messengers, they kind of like started to like, you know, fade away in the '70s when that fusion sound hit. Um, and at this point, he there's a lot of. There's a lot of conflicting stories on this, um, and I and he says he was losing his hearing. He started losing his hearing because he was, you know, he's a very when you listen to him and you and you go to hear him, he's a very bombastic player. Okay, he's a very bombastic player. Like he was, you know, revolution on the drums. He could play like all different styles. He was like one of the first to do like all different types of grips and shit. Just an ex- like it's an exhaust. It is an exhausting music. He was one of the he would they, they they you know when it comes to his style of drumming, he was one of the first that really all four of his limbs were all independent of each other. Yeah. You know, usually you've got two of them that are somewhat connected in some type of like whatever backbeat they're doing, but. What he really, his style, like what and what he's championing, like he's what he's known for is all four limbs. He was the very first drummer to really have four independent limbs. The limb autonomy to me yeah. is one of the craziest things because left if brain, you just are brain, trying right to, brain, like crazy. if you're just taking your hand and kind of and and you know using it as like the metronome, and that's the one thing you're doing with that hand, just try to do four different, you know, beats with all different limbs, yeah. and then think of. 
you know, the frequency of which all those limbs are doing things in jazz, it's insane. It's insane. It's insane. Yes. Yeah, he's pretty incredible. He's, yeah. So that, that his style of drumming, that's what he was known for. But he, so he said he was losing his hearing, but he didn't, he refused to get a hearing aid. Because he says that it fucked up his timing and shit. And, like, then this is where it gets into, like, then I started reading, like, his uh, other musicians that he was playing. His other uh, band members were, like, he could hear. They're, like, one of his ears was kind of shot. Like, but they're, like, the other one worked perfectly. Yeah. And, they're and like, you know, their band members would say, just like, yo. He, he would say, like, he can't hear anything. He would act like he can't hear anything. And he just has to go by the... <laughs> the uh, vibrations of like the drums and that's how he's playing he goes but then he's like in the middle of practice he'd stop it and yell at you because you were off timing you or that you, you or you hit the wrong note so it was like okay you can hear art you need a beer yeah <laughs> <laughs> right and then there yeah there was other like there was other band members that were just like listen if you were talking about money he couldn't hear you yeah you yeah. know it's like if you need money he couldn't hear you don't you owe me 20 bucks what Right, huh? yeah, he would act like he couldn't, so he was like, that guy could hear. So Love that. It was like one of those like old man, like, okay, grandpa. I might just start doing that mad Can't early wait. in life, <laughs> so that you're just like... I listen to such loud music, it's gone. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about like faking, actually. Right, like, yeah, I know. A good 15 years before it's even starting to go, you're just doing it already, so by the time you lose it, everyone's just like, that motherfucker don't know what you're saying. Uh-uh. Don't worry. Just like, yeah, like when wifey's walking down, hey... Don't forget, next week we gotta go over to so and so's house for the for the you yeah know, we're we're mixing laundry yeah remember. for the for the mixer what you don't even say anything you just keep walking yeah oh yeah they're just like oh I didn't hear that what oh what huh do the dishes no, I don't remember that uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. Thursdays every Thursday huh huh. <laughs> um and uh so. Uh, heavy smoker, heavy, heavy smoker. Everyone was like, dude, the guy fucking smoked. he just have clouds of smoke like on stage? Like just Jazz thing again. Yeah, like, heavy smoker into heroin and shit. They, but there wasn't there wasn't too much like he was. They just said like, oh, he was a big drug user, but they all were back then. But it didn't, there was nothing that like said it fucked up his career yeah. or anything like that. Like he definitely was an addict, but like, you know. Not an Ike situation. Yeah. But, um, so he died of lung cancer in October of 1990, and, um, as we always have to, um, mark, he was a victim of the 2008 Universal Fire. No! (laughs) It's amazing how, when, like, when I'm doing these, I'm just like... I get to like the end of these biographies, and I'm just like, it's always at the end, what right? What the fuck? It's always it's at the, the end. Sentence. It's the last thing, and I'm just like, damn, bro, they fucked over. Like his whole catalog was gone. Like you can never get those masters back. That's fucked. You can never, like, you can never if you want to go back dead. and like fuck around with those masters. You can't. They're gone. Damn. R.I.P. Like, this Universal Fire fucks shit up. Dog. R.I.P. Yeah. So um, that's Art Blakey. There it is for you. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I know I will already. I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna listen to them on the way home. Yeah, it's it, all right. It's uh, actually um, they're loaded in there right now. Are they? They're loaded in there right now. Just go to the bottom. Okay. Heard. Um, because I was at the boom to the top when, when we had them. Mm. Um, so really quickly because we gotta we've got a fucking we got a fucking goddamn you know twice baked potato going on here we got oysters rockefeller we got clams casino here you know Mm, what i mean never really was into those no nearby um i wanted to um go over 
Just a couple things that I was watching sports this weekend. Yeah, give me these hot takes. You were, you just, said you had some hot takes. It's just two. Okay. And one was the big rain delay last night in like the in the football game. Why don't they fucking put a tarp over that fucking field? I don't know. I would think, tarp that whole fucking thing. I would think that it would be an unfair advantage, maybe, that someone in a... I mean, I guess teams play in domes and some don't. Some play in fucking cold weather. Some come down to Miami I mean, they do and play it on baseball? Five degree weather. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm just like, why don't they pop a big tarp on this fucking thing and keep this field fresh and have like little drains on the side? Like, just like they're just doing baseball. They just, just fucking mop it off. I don't know. Good question. Like, football. Get Roger Goodell, 305-741-3671. You're welcome. Let us know. You know? You're welcome. There's another idea, and maybe. you can put a big fucking advertisement right on this, right on the tarp, buddy. You can make all the money you want. Yeah, we're giving that to you. You're welcome. Um, I agree. I'm not against that. It would have been funny if they did that in the old Dolphin Stadium, only over the baseball part of the field, where Ricky Williams is just falling face first it's into so clay. Bad. Loved it. But at least, like, like because I can understand, it's like, well, what, you want to have one big giant tarp? It's like, no, but like let's, let's at least do, like, the red zone. I don't know. Yo, the fucking like, couple weeks ago, UM played the night before on the field. Yeah. Like, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, why do we have tarps on this shit? Like, the field's, they're just like, the field's terrible. I'm just like, why don't you pop a tarp on that fucking I accept thing? that hot take. Yeah. Accepted. So, the other one, other one, too, that I wanted, that I, that I was, so, as during the rain delay, I pop, in, I pop over to the baseball playoff game, and why don't more catchers... Just fucking sit back there and yap away at these hitters. It's not against the rules to yap. I don't know. If I if Probably I I want my catcher, if I'm a pitcher, I want my catcher back there, all fucking nine innings going just like like just every like yo, here comes a fastball. Like say anything. Just talk to just talk to that motherfucker. Like You're the not, guy, it's not, uh, no one says you can't. What's his name in, in Sandlot? The redheaded dude. Yeah. Yeah. Just that the whole time. Yeah. It's got to be because it's baseball and they're fucking so square. That's like be. an unwritten rule that's been around for a thousand years. But like, I, w- I want my catcher just back there just like talk- talking about anything. Hemming and Han. Just anything. You just got to just like, man, did you see like, you know, that chicken? Did the you, third see back there? Well, yeah. you see Squid Games? Yeah. You see Squid Games? Yeah. <laughs> right. You just ruining like, the last episode. I for want him. my catcher back. Like, cause you'll fuck with people. Like, you'll get people's heads. Like, they'll turn like, yo, be quiet. Like, that's when I'd hit the bomb and say, there's your spoiler alert. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. So, like, I was thinking about that too. I was like, honestly, I know why you guys don't do it, but there's gonna be, I think there's gonna be a catcher in the near future that that's, you know, he may hit his pop time, might not be the best down to second. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he's really slow. Just, and he's kind of just like, you know, he's got he's got good defense behind the plate, though. And he's a yapper. And I love the, that. And the yapping really is, it gets into, like, it gets into people's heads. I love that. I want you know? that. Um, like, why don't they I agree. More? I agree. That's, no, that's, one can say, no one can say no. It's that's just, just a rule from 1901 that's never going to go away. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then you could even, you could even get, like, you know, because then I would, like, if it was my catcher, then I would even get involved on it and just be like, all right. Um, yo, uh, when, um, when Ryan Klesko comes up, mm. um, after the second pitch, after the second pitch, ask, ask him about the squids, the squid game, ask him, ask him about the squid game thing. And then when you throw the ball back to me, I'll say to you, Hey, what do you say about squid games? You I know, like, like, that. like, like really that. get inside their fucking heads. That would, that would, you know, and like, you're just like, what the fuck? These guys, 
Yeah, I like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're the pitcher in this situation, though. I'm, I'm the, the pitcher. Ca- yeah, yeah, I'm catching. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I yeah. want my catcher like doing. I'm that just throwing stuff. it back. He didn't say anything, man. He said, "I don't think he's seen it yet." <laughs> <laughs> then I spoil it for him, and then like maybe he's like, "I was gonna watch that tonight." Well, that's what I'm. I'm thinking he gets on base due to like an errant throw or, or something, and then he's he's rounding home, and he goes. I was going to watch that. Or like, or what if, or what if like, you know, maybe, you know, cause the, the, the batter's onto us. He knows that like, this is our play. He knows that this is the, this is what the catcher does. So he's like, you know, I'm not gonna let them get into it. So when they, when he, when they ask Ryan Klesko about squid games, he answers them honestly and goes, Hey man, I'm actually, I'm right at the part with the glass, with the glass thing. And then, uh, so then, then I, I, then I spoil it for you and I go, Oh, you haven't seen, I won't do well, it. No, that's when I, that's when I go, I like, interject. Oh, he's at I the go, marble part. And you're just like, Oh man, don't oh, you hate it when Ali gets fucked over? Don't, he's like, what? I'm just like, yeah, Ali died. And he's just like, what? Strike three. I, <laughs> like like what like that's strategy no yeah i like that or i would have i would have stopped him and been like and said the part yeah i'm at he's at he goes yeah i'm spoiler. at the glass i'm at the glass uh the glass spot and i go oh your wifey made you turn it off 20 minutes into yeah, the episode too yeah. yeah me too and then i just throw it right back to you yeah i like all that i spoiled you guys there if you haven't seen squid game ali's dead then cut to the crowd. You're in the crowd. This is the same game we're playing. The Rockies. Yeah, second inning. There you go. <laughs> um, I have something super quick. Um, Yo, what you got? I just have a podcast recommendation. We normally don't give a lot of shout outs here, but this ties back in a little bit. Have you ever listened to Crime Town? No. Crime Town is... I don't listen to a lot of the crime ones anymore. I, I've, this I've one's gone cool, away though. from them a lot. This one's cool. First season I is about Providence, Rhode Island, and all the uh, organized crime and stuff, and how it ties into the... Is it the, all specific mafia stuff, or is it... No, okay. um, no, but uh, specifically season two, which just came out, uh, shout out to Mud, who we talked about the first season when it came out a while back. She brought this up to me the other day, and this season is about all the corruption and stuff going on in Detroit. So you definitely got to give it a listen. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. I'm I'm in. Yeah, it's good. Crime Town. Crime Town season two. I I literally have been listening to just fucking write it down. Detroit, Detroit crime all day today. I'm taking my phone out as you can see, and I'm writing it down. I'm I'm in on this. Yeah, it's it's good. Organized crime, the big drug dealers, famous cases. How it all ties into the mayor's office, like I all like that, that shit. I like that type of stuff. It's a lot of interviews by the people. That's what they do very well. Like they let the people who were there tell they the story. Get, they get all those people. Oh, okay. So it's just most of the episode is the people who were in it talking about it. Nice. Which is great. Yeah. All right. So all right. I'm actually listen to both seasons. I'll check that out. I'll check both that seasons out. are really good, but uh, this past season, I mean, I, I'm this one's Detroit or this one's Providence. No, this season is Detroit. Okay. It just I think just came out recently. And it's very, very good. So right. check it out. I'm Let check me know what you out. think. Um, shoot, what was... Uh, I can't... I had... I, I lost a lot. Oh, oh, that was it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wow, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm you sorry. really caught that last second. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I will... Because we're wrapping it up here. And one thing I just wanted to... Uh, before we wrap it up, I wanted to give them Safe a... Safe sex. Te- I want to give them a teaser. Um, next week, uh, we're going to have a little fun... And um, 
I am going to uh, bring up the citizens test that you have to take to be, mm. get to get your uh, become a citizen of the United States, and I will be quizzing Jordan. He's you're not you're not allowed to look it up. You said that you're not gonna look it up, and no. I trust you. You won't. Nope. So uh, next week we're gonna see how good of an American Jordan is. Um, Eisenhower. <laughs> just is that what you're gonna say for anyone that you'd like whenever like what what president was the no i was thinking of the other guy that got impeached but i couldn't come up with his name um, first impeachment oh who was oh see there you go is that on there i don't know is that one on there i think there's like 250 questions that they pull from that's a lot yeah all right cool let's see so we're gonna take that we'll see how that goes see how good of an american you are okay um Trump is back with his new slogan. What is it? It's amazing. I didn't see it. I don't know. It's uh, make America great again. Again. No. Yeah. I don't fucking believe that. <laughs> I swear to God. I don't that's believe new, that. That's his new one. Make America great again. Because he knows he did it. Again. He already did it. Again. So let's do Let's run it back. Ooh. Okay. Let's run it back. Let's again. Let's, let's not let's run it back, it. though. Let's run it back. Um, also, we, I just very quickly have a hot seat. Uh, someone is on the hot seat, and his name is Dugan. It yeah. has been a week since the voicemails were leaked. Yeah, you um, have taken one in the chin. on the In the chin, in the mouth, on the chin, and you have not responded yet. And I'm just wondering it's what's noted. going on. It's um, noted. That's just another silent W for, hey, would you blow me? Fellow Jay's kosher dandy. And um, also to... For another um, another uh, cutie patootie to the to the podcast, um, Steve, Stephen, what was what was what was middle name? No middle name. No no Arduini. Oh fuck, I don't remember. Sorry, Steve, can't remember the middle name. Get back to us. Um, we will be trying out the wing sauce next week. I know. It has been... Uh, I take a while to pay off my bets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Jordan's been holding on to it for a while. We were actually supposed to do it this week. We did. We were. But we were... We had a lot going on. But we are also... We'll be trying... Just get the wing delivery 5 p.m. We will be trying the wing sauce that you sent us. Guys, we love, love, love uh, presents. Buy us off. Yeah. We love presents. So we're, he, he, he sent us, what, is it the best wing sauce in Buff from Buffalo? No, I think what is from, I, I think he had said it's just the one he always uses. It's from up in Connecticut or the I thought greater. it was from Buffalo. It's not, I don't, I don't uh, know. Uh, Steve, once again, we don't have our facts correct and we will not fact check. Get back to us. What is the sauce so we can give it the proper plug? I'm sure it says on this. Yeah, I'm sure it says it says it on. Well, it I'm somewhere. not looking at it all week. <laughs> um, so we're going to try the that that sauce on the air and give you a proper uh, uh, judgment on that. We're going to put the judge wig, the judge's wigs on, mm. and we're going to get a we're going to get a little messy. Just wipe the sauce right in the in the wig. See you next week. Later.